What's up, everybody, and welcome to the NXS Cast, a show where we talk all things gaming in excess. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Dash, and it is episode 34, and it's good to be back. We'll be talking the new PlayStation Plus, Breath of the Wild's sequel getting the delay, and the death of E3, and much, much more. Joining me first is a news finding agenda compiling that didn't rhyme quite as well as i wanted to the jaguar king jeremy rain press, <laughs> press x to salute <laughs> who are we saluting you no nah, it, it, it's the press return. x to salute for 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 e3 but also oh, e3. yes this is so good return of the king yeah like we said a couple weeks ago e3's been like dying for like a few years now so it it doesn't it doesn't hit me yeah we'll we'll talk we'll talk about it but it's like that simpsons meme you know like simpsons has like a like a meme for like everything but that one it's like it's like stop it's already dead (laughs) it's 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 more that we're happy that e3 is out of its misery you know yeah rest young prince you're you know you can rest now finally and that is Mr. Steal Your Job, the hostess with the mostess, Kevin K. Fun. How are you? I am the hostess. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, man. I, I picked up, uh, I, you know, well, not picked up, but I started skateboarding again. And I put air quotes on that because really it's, it's me just uh, standing on a board and trying really hard not to fall because I'm old now and I'll get hurt. Um, <laughs> but I did do quite the impressive barrel roll back onto my feet when I hit a rock and flew off my board. Oh, good. It was, uh, it was very impressive. Video games has taught me much. You did a barrel Dark roll. You just engage. Yeah. You hit the, you hit the shoulder buttons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did a straight up dark souls roll right back onto my feet. And my wife was no like, way. what just happened? And I was you like, shouldn't I be able to do that. I flew off my board. <laughs> that's hilarious man well good for you is that is that part of the appearance by the way is that why you look as cool as you do today you got like yes. a beanie yeah. you know half half you know tucked or whatever you know yes. all right i'm like the steve buscemi meme hello fellow kids <laughs> <laughs> my skateboard hey you can pull it off you're the youngest of us even though jeremy looks like he's at least like 15 12. years younger yeah. than both of us yeah <laughs> 12 <laughs> Hey, you guys did a freaking amazing job, man. I was like smiling. I was near in tears on my flight back uh, listening to the show. You guys did an amazing job uh, hosting the show in my absence. So thanks. It's all Jeremy, man. It's all Jeremy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you, sir, are selling yourself short. Yeah. You had, you had the hat on. You had the whole yeah. megaphone. You had amazing yeah. hosting <laughs> skills. Uh, well, and you guys is like... I know. Where did that come from? Bring it, bring it back. Bro, you look, back. Are, are you the yard duty as like a part-time job or what, bro? That You look exactly like my freaking yard duty. No, that's his uh, that's San his... Diego Zoo. Oh, I was yeah. about to say that's his like uh, life. San Diego Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. Sorry. Okay, but you guys had this incredible dynamic and I really enjoyed listening to it. Uh, just really, it just, it really felt like I was sort of hanging out with you guys and it made me realize like, damn, I should just shut the heck up, uh, and let you guys just talk because you guys have a great dynamic. So I'm going to not say anything right now. Go ahead. I specifically told Jeremy, Daniel's not here. You have to be the brainy one 
and he <laughs> delivered. <laughs> I like how you introduced the topic. And you're like, yeah, Jeremy, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> <laughs> right away. <laughs> Uh, you guys held it freaking down. And then uh, one of our commenters mentioned your professionalism. And I'm like, yeah, I don't remember any like cussing or anything. I'm like, I'm sorry. I am the one that makes the show ghetto. Whoa. Uh, that is yeah. wild. I, did, I didn't even think. I didn't even think uh, of that. We, did we seriously not curse I don't at think all? you cursed. That's funny. Wow. Um, which I just like, wow. yeah, earlier I said heck instead of hell. Like I'm trying to be on my best behavior now because of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. That's um, so cute. But but seriously, you guys, you guys absolutely rocked it. Um, and I'm thinking about I'm thinking about quitting. Actually, I was <laughs> think, I was leaving this for like you know after the show like talk or whatever post show talk. Yeah. But I thought I would just go ahead and um, surprise announce that um, this will be my official last episode of the NXS cast. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> He's about to announce it. <laughs> Are you? Is that how you're announcing my departure? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. That right there. That right there was a classic April Fool's joke. Okay. So the by the time this episode publishes, <laughs> fooled absolutely no one. Listen. By the time this episode publishes, it's going to be April first, and uh, we'll be publishing this in the morning. So letting you know right now, trust no one. Listen to nobody. Not even yourself. Don't, yeah, not even the thoughts in your own head. Mm. Mm. I was Kevin, playing with you. What Kevin, I was playing with you. Green this microphone it. next. Do it. But I don't oh, know what okay. to yell in it. Yeah, I could play the alarm, but that wouldn't be exciting. Be yeah, no. no. All right. I think, we, I think we pass on that. Yeah, yeah. Daniel's not quitting. I repeat, Daniel is not quitting. <laughs> that should be your uh, that should be your breaking news. Like, I know. oh my god, breaking news. We don't like this is a very low like tech podcast production. Kevin, bring the tools out, bro. We need them. We have we have a Jaguar. Blue box games is still trash. <laughs> we have the Jaguar whistle, and that's it. Now we got we got like a little megaphone. All right, so. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping here. A couple weeks ago, it was our sweet Prince Jeremy's birthday, right? And to celebrate it, we did a surprise giveaway. We haven't announced a winner until right now. And that winner is Slav On. Congratulations. Slav on. You are the winner of a $25 gift card of your choice, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, or if you're outside of the U.S., Steam, because that's the only one that we can do international. Go ahead and comment below. We'll get in touch, and we'll, we'll get you that gift card. So congratulations. Thanks for participating. And if you are watching us on YouTube and you like what you say, I always say YouTube. What, <laughs> what website is that? We need to publish there. If you're he, watching us he, on the he, YouTube. He was gone for a weekend, but uh, yeah, he forgot what YouTube is. <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Uh, get on that YouTube and then hit that like and subscribe. And then on audio services, follow us if you're not following us. Turn those notifications on and hit us with that rating. All that stuff helps us out so mm. much. Mm. We appreciate that so much. Guys, I have been on vacation and I have not been playing any games. So I'm relying on you two to tell me what you've been playing. Kevin, help me out here, buddy. I've been playing a lot of Ghostwire. Um, So, okay, here's the thing, though. You know, this is a big struggle for me because Ghostwire has a lot of collecting in it. A lot. Yeah. Like, 
Okay, so there's 240,000 souls you have to collect. Um, Holy for reasons that I won't tell you for spoilers. That's the population of all the people that disappeared. There you yes. go. So 240,000 souls that you have to rescue. Um, uh, but aside from that... I played an music. hour of it, by the way, just so you know. Okay, so, okay. okay. There's, there's music things you have to get, clothes, uh, food. Cat masks. Uh, cat masks. Um, toilet paper. There is <laughs> toilet paper that you need to save the souls. Uh, no. <laughs> Wait, what, was I, was I accurate souls about ass? the number of souls? <laughs> um, yes, yes, that is the population, because you're going to return them to their bodies uh, by okay. the end. Uh, okay. Okay, well, go... Go ahead and spoil that part. Well, that's not a spoiler. That's not a spoiler because you're you're you don't even. That's your goal. That's your goal. That's your hope. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, they blatantly say it like in the first like little bit of the game. They're like, like right when you first turn in souls for the first time, they tell you why you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, So not a spoiler. It's it's you know just part of the. I know. I'm I'm joking. Okay. Well, I'm like, man. I know I'm a spoiler king. No, uh, I'm 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 a bitch. I'm joking. I'm sorry. But anyway, so it's good, but there's a ton of collecting. Um, yeah. So I don't know if this is gonna be another Assassin's Creed Valhalla for me, where I'm like gonna be like 80 hours into this game and like just barely finally finish it. Uh, and I really hope it's not. So I'm gonna be honest. I hope it's not because I got to get to Arceus still. I've got to finish Tunic. I have to finish Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. Tiny Tina Skywalker Saga comes out next week. It's too many things. Yeah, and Martha well, is I, dead. I'm... Yeah, which I thought you abandoned. Uh, I speaking of abandoned. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Wait. So how far are you in the campaign for Ghostwire? Like what percentage? So I'm on the fourth chapter, in... and I think there's six chapters total. Oh, you're. Uh, is it really? I think you. there's six chapters. Because I'm on I'm on chapter two, well, which comes like pretty early. Paced as well. Okay. They're okay. uh they're really strangely paced because I think they're really relying on you to do extracurricular activities. Um, like if you don't, I think you can beat this game like really fast. Like, like I've spent a lot of time collecting souls, but if I were to have just chugged through it, I think like honestly, I'm only 17 hours into the game. I will only quote unquote 17 hours. I might enjoy that. Yeah. But, and, and that's, Jeremy, thing, that's what I, you're I've collected for. about 80,000 exactly souls so for. far lazily, not even like actively like pursuing them. Um, and like just messing around and catching, you know, the visitors and stuff. Uh, but anyway, so I think it's going to be nice. Uh, I, I really hope that it's not going to be like an 80 hour platinum. I haven't looked it up yet. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, that's what I've been playing. And then can I, I can I jump on that while you were talking, yeah. Ghostfire. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, yeah, I, I got back from vacation, popped it in, mm-hmm. played it for about an hour. And uh, my first day back, I was just eating a ton of junk, a ton of <laughs> junk food. Yes. That combined with uh, a first person game that you have to do a lot of looking oh, no. around for items and all no, that. Going, yeah. And tummy issues is not good. Yes. So, I got one hour of just motion sickness of Ghostwire. And I was just like straight up not having a good time. Um, And I think I messaged you guys like, when does this game get good? And it's not like, I'm sure the game, what I'm playing right now is all right. Uh, But I'm just like dying as I'm playing it right now physically. Uh, well, you know what? Sickness. Have you played with the settings? Because you a can little mess bit, with yeah. Motion blur. You can. I took the with... motion blur off. I okay. took the motion blur off. I uh, messed around. That with helps me a lot. X and Y speed. Yeah. Um, and it's just I wasn't feeling well yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday was yeah. my literally my first day back, and um, I just wasn't feeling well. So, anyways, yeah. um, the game's not hitting for me quite yet, and mm. uh, I'm hoping it does. 
But Are you so playing far, it in Japanese or English? I'm playing it in Japanese. Okay, because it does hit a lot better that way. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's another thing. I wanted to ask you guys, and I want to ask yeah. Twitter this as well. And maybe our commenters could comment on this as well. Is Japanese sounds so much better. Yes. But there's a lot of dialogue, contextual dialogue that happens uh, as you're playing the game. So yes. as, I'm, as I'm trying to yes. like look for things, he's talking to me very quickly. And I like I have to go like up and down, yep. scrolling up and down. I'm like, it's hard to like stop playing the game to like read. Yes. Uh, I, I actually, hate that. I've been switching back and forth okay. because because uh, I noticed that. Yeah. Especially when you're like fighting stuff and they're trying to talk to you. And I'm like, wait, like, what is dude, he saying? I'm not going to read that. <laughs> yeah. There's a dude with an umbrella. <laughs> shooting yeah. things at me aggressively so i i keep going back and forth um because ultimately i think the thing that i like when you play in english at least the background stuff is still in japanese um like the radio broadcast tvs that are playing okay. uh those are still in japanese so it still feels a little bit authentic but it definitely the voice acting is so much better in japanese um like i like the american voice actors don't get me wrong but, i but it i doesn't didn't like feel, it I switched yeah. to it. I didn't like it. It's like next time on Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. This completely changes like the tone of the game. Yes. Yes. Even just like because like, he's got like a your your spirit guy just has like that typical uh, like yes. monotone voice where he speaks in the same tone the entire time. I'm in English? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it just doesn't yeah. sound great yeah. in English. Uh, but I, I am I am switching back and forth. Uh there's nothing really determining when I switch back and forth. It's honestly just on a feeling. I wish I could switch it to so gameplay is English and then cutscenes are in, in Japanese. Yeah. Because That's it's cool. hard. It's Like you said, it's hard to keep up with the, the reading. So I yeah. had to do that with Ghost of Tsushima as well. I really like the Japanese uh, uh, yeah. uh, dub initially. But I'm just like, I'm like trying to like cut through doors and yeah. sneak around. And like you're like teaching me things that I have to read as I'm playing the yeah. game. Doesn't work that well. <laughs> Um, cool. but that's it for me. I mean, honestly, I've just playing a lot of Ghostwire because everything else right now is coming, uh, is coming second. Yeah, for sure. Jimmy Rain, you, you know what grinds my gears? Best Buy. Ooh, oh, what they do now? What they do now? They, they hurt you. Oh, no, Jeremy. Oh, boy. They, they ran out of Ghostwire steelbooks. Oh, Jeremy, did I ever tell you about the time they ran out of my Elden Ring collection? <laughs> that one hits harder. <laughs> when, when, when he pre-ordered it like five months before like release? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It, it actually made me think of like whether or not I should return because I ended up getting like the deluxe and I'm yeah. like, I'm like kind of thinking about returning just... it just to get a regular, the, the regular edition now that I'm not I don't have this. Yeah, like book. what's the point? I yeah, know. wait. Like, so does the deluxe yeah. come with the steel book though, right? It's like an emote. Oh, what's that? The deluxe comes with the steel book, does it not? I feel like it's it was both like the uh standard and the deluxe that uh, I think at, no, no, at they both point, came with the they both came with for, for Best Buy, they both came with a free bonus yeah. steel book. Yeah. Right? But yeah, does the deluxe itself, no matter the retailer, doesn't it already come in a steel book? No. It no. does not. Okay, just no, a slip the, cover case. It's just, yeah, regular covered case. And then it, all it says on the cover art is it just says deluxe edition. I see. And then, mm. yeah, and then you, you, you get your, um, your, your redemption codes for kind of like the, uh, the additional stuff. Outfits, which you can't see because it's first person or. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's you like the, the cutscene. 
outfit and i think uh i don't know like a like a weapon pack or something i don't know i okay. I, I forget what it is so i would probably kind of get the about, standard edition if yeah myself. i've been kind of thinking about yeah. like yeah just kind of returning that for the uh the standard edition which honestly i might do yeah <laughs> um a good call but i mean like outside of that right like you know i haven't made too much progress on well actually I didn't make slight progress in Tunic. There was a there was a part there where I didn't know how to progress until I noticed uh, to to my right there was a a rope <laughs> that I had to just press A on to yeah to to let that down and then you can oh. kind of progress that way yeah. Um, but I haven't gone too far outside of that, so I just did you know kind of like a like we mentioned. Um, in the previous episode, I think I only did like the first uh, kind of like bell tower um, that you're supposed to kind of like activate. Mm. Uh, so all of that to say is really, I've just been playing Elden Ring. Um, nice. Good. Thank you. Yeah. The, it, I mean, like I only have like a, like a short amount in a given day on the week during the week mm-hmm. uh, to actually like play. And it's all just been going to, Elden Ring lately. Yes. Um, just kind of going it. through. Yeah. You know what's wild is like 40, 40 hours in, 40 plus hours in. Um, I've probably unlocked maybe three out of the four areas, main areas. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I've gone to <laughs> Kevin where, and I are counting the <laughs> yes, trying to see like <laughs> where it is. Yeah, uh, Peninsula. Wait, you start like this and then well, you end like this. Yeah. So, the map just keeps expanding. <laughs> So there's so Limgrave, uh, Khaled, and uh, Lake DJ Loria of the Lakes, Loria of the Lakes, yeah. And I've uh, unlocked Atlas, Atlas. I've un- yeah, Atlas I've, Plateau, yeah. I've unlocked the uh, Atlas Plateau, but a dra- certain dragon's kind of gatekeeping me right now. For uh, I'm gonna that. have to correct you guys, it's Altus Plateau. Thank you. <laughs> is, it, is it Altus? I just I don't read words carefully. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I don't think it's not Atlas. Oh, it yeah. is Atlas. I keep reading though. all over the Altus. internet. Everybody keeps calling it Atlas, though, and I was, yeah. I was cracking up. It's just like, let's go ahead and just switch these two letters that are coming Everyone's used. autocorrect. Everyone's autocorrect Altus. is trying to fight them. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Okay. And, and basically, so where I'm at right now is I'm kind of doing this quest for uh, Rani. Wait, how come we haven't been playing together? That's a good question. I've been in Hawaii. Yeah, he's been. That's not an excuse, Daniel. (laughs) You should have brought your PlayStation with you uh, to Hawaii. Yeah, I I should have. It's not the most portable console, but yeah, yeah. You're sitting on the beach with like your generator and your TV, (laughs) (laughs) just like running, getting like some solar panels. Yeah, Uh, dude, I need to get that Xbox Series S with the attachable screen, mm -hmm. man. That's the move right there. Yeah. I'm selling um, my my ex again to get that one. <laughs> <laughs> I will hunt you down and kill you. <laughs> All right, yeah, so but... you're 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 Elden Ringing it without us. Oh, I was yeah. yeah. I was just gonna ask when when do you want to do our uh, next Let's Play? Because the last episode you guys talked about how we completely botched that from not saving the recording <laughs> to the yeah. first yeah. hour of like being, really being, golden being audio. Muted. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, muted. Elden Ring is the one to do it together like that. Would, Cause we can all three be involved. Yeah. And, uh, and we can crack our slick ass jokes. I was trying we to could keep all, that minimum. You could, um, we could also play stranger paradise. I think that would allow all three of us to play. Right. So yeah. And but then that requires us to make play. us play it. 
Stranger yeah. Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the game. I just, I other priorities, you know? I, I have been kind of like thinking about Bloodborne lately because I've Whoa. never beaten the uh, old hunters. Oh, yeah. Are you Neither still in the new game plus uh, save? Yeah, I'm in the new game. Yeah, I have the new game plus save, but I, I don't know. That kind of just terrifies me that because it, it makes it harder. So I'm thinking about re-rolling another character, but totally like different type of build. Let's do it together, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. can we please like all three of us? Because I've because got you haven't done it either. Yeah. Let me well, lead think... you through the rivers of blood. How yeah. how long after the release of the game did that come out? Came out on the twenty fourth of November, twenty fifteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was uh, about six months after. Yeah, because I got the platinum like super quick, and then I was like, I think I'm done for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> me, I just got my ass kicked in my first playthrough. I mean, I, like, had to co op a few portions of it. Yeah, including the final boss. And then by the time the old hunters came out, I bought it. Yeah, and I'm like, this game's beat my ass so hard. I don't know if I'm ready for more. It wasn't until like a few years ago that I went back to it and like platinumed it yes. and soloed the whole thing and so like, really fell in love with it. Yeah. Brings a tear to my eye seeing uh, Jazz go through it right now. I know. <laughs> go Jazz. Jazz. I mean, I could try it with the New Game Plus just to see how, how much more difficult it is. I have a New Game Plus ready character. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. So with, with, with my uh, <laughs> quality quality build. Oh, I think yeah. was what I went went with. Okay, um, yeah, that's sort of where I'm at too. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Elden Ring, it, it's kind of funny because you have the the uh, the surface world, and then yes, oh mm, yeah, the underground world, mm. which is funny. Like how you know, I kind of wonder what a happy game for uh, from software would look like. Oh my gosh, how funny would that be? Sekiro. It, happy game game? i mean that's like there's like you know it's funny because like you know the the art in the game is like uh is like gorgeous and and you know some of some of the places look really nice like you know in the in these eternal cities right you're like man how does a cave have all these stars but it does (laughs) uh but then then you realize like like, what's 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 all around you well you have like the hills have eyes or the descent like blood corpse filled pits (laughs) yeah and then and then you have giant fire ants and wasp can i just really quickly i was um, i normally don't play games like in front of my kids uh especially games like elden ring and stuff that have like inappropriate stuff in it um, but I had um, gotten to the end of this bridge and I was like, okay, I got to get up real quick. I'm safe. I'm going to go grab something. And I'll be right back. Uh, and I didn't even bother to pause it because there's no pause, uh, but it, like put the menu up or anything. Uh, and I come back in and my wife's like, why is that on the screen? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she's like, that bridge literally has piles of dead bodies. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> no, that's a bunch yeah. of, rock. oh my gosh, those are piles of dead bodies. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which um, uh, I was which so used to it. Which and then I'm you also to... have like all the people that are like, yeah, oh it was the yes, area, the, the, the underground bridge. area. Yeah, it was the uh the bridge going into like the the mountain uh troll area or troll. Yeah, yeah, right. The giants mountain. I already forgot what it's called. Mount <laughs> or something like that. Okay. 
Sure. I don't know. <laughs> it's a mountain. I have no idea. Giants. I played 120 old... hours of that game and I can't yes. recall any. Yes, me too. How does this happen? <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. I am thinking about respecking as soon as I as soon as I get that Dark Moon Blade though. Oh yeah, I respect. I evened out and I yeah. I didn't go above where it wouldn't be beneficial anymore. Uh, I did all the things at like the soft caps. Just got it. Oh, yeah. I, I think Smart. I think that was the weapon that I I mained to on my character in Bloodborne. So good. Which one? Yeah, the katana. No, I think it was the the Dark Moon Blade. Oh, yeah, the Dark Moon Greatsword. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah, that, that's the one I was using for a while, and it's really great against like the bigger enemies that like mm-hmm. you have to like you don't always get the hit points on them, the hit boxes for them. Yeah, yeah. you can just charge it up and just do that sort of like your, your range attack well, on them. Because because the thing that's annoying me as, as as being kind of like this this mage build, um, are these are these humanoid like enemies because they they just they dodge really good. Yes, yeah, yeah they they dodge do. so good. Uh, even like, the ones that you're like, even the NPC like invasions. Yeah, they are really they, good at dodging. They're really good yeah. at dodging, and they seem to know like what spell you're casting. Yes. And, and how to dodge it. Like, well, and that's all the where time. the wide spells come in handy. Like, even just like the one where you throw yeah. out like a little blue, mm. you know, crescent shape. Yeah. Because then even if they dodge, it still hits them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The little my... balls of light just they dodge right past those. I've changed my strategy to uh, use the rock sling, uh, but then yes. there's also this other there's this other spell that basically does a like a mist attack. Oh. Um, that if they're in the mist, basically you get to give them their own medicine and they get damage over time as long as they're in the mist. Yes. Usually that's you as a player, um, <laughs> mm. and it was extremely helpful. In this one Jeremy's because... playing like those cheap enemies that you like. You hate. Like, oh, I gotta get a couple hits ah, in before the mist yeah. comes. Well, did you yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight, did yeah. you guys? Fight I'm that the, enemy. I was gonna call him a black phantom because I'm so used to Dark Souls. But did you guys fight the uh, the Souls? red NPC in the? It's a lot of red NPCs. Round table hold. Yes. Yeah, oh, you, like if you jump you down. And, uh, oh. If, yeah, you open up these middle doors and then you can jump down into like a little arena. Essentially, there are two invaders in the. Hmm. Round table hold. Uh, really? There's, yeah. So there, there, right? So you could jump down at the bottom, yeah. and that's sort of like the fighting pit sort of yeah. area. So you, there's that, and then uh, there's that character who's just uh, leaning against Sitting. the wall. Yeah. Oh yes, that's later though. That's that's like later in the game. You, you, well, we don't want to spoil that. Because that's the a character cool part, that, dude. Is it the character that's just like leave me alone or something like yeah. that in the beginning? No, no, no. That's uh, that's poop guy. Um, not, so there's, uh, I guess, three. But then the the poop guy doesn't uh, invade you. <laughs> yeah, poop guy never actually hurts you. He just <laughs> sits guy. there and eats dung and is creepy. Poop guy. Um, but no, no, it's the guy that's right outside uh, the know-it-all dude, uh, and he's just like sitting against the wall with his like arms crossed and and looking like a classic. Oh, you fight that uh, dude. Anyway. Yeah, we no, I'm just saying that there is an invasion around that area. I'm not saying you fight that. Oh, dude. okay. All right. All oh, right. I mean, yeah, okay, well, maybe that, we that stop guy. there. Oops. <laughs> anyway, it's really cool though when you do get invaded in the round table hold. I didn't yes. think it was possible. I thought that was a neutral zone. Oh, it is not neutral. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I've been playing. Okay. Good. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing, I took my Switch with me, and I played a mm-hmm. whole 15 minutes of Paper Mario, the Origami King. It's so cute. And, 
and that's the kind of video game that makes me want to quit video games forever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first 15 minutes, at least, at least all Nintendo yeah. games, by the way, all Nintendo games where it's just like, Hey, here's the B button. Let's like go through like seven <laughs> menus on what the B button does. And here's the A button. I'm like, Oh my God. It's like over tutorialization. Yeah. It's um, like in their developer pipeline. That is just yeah. like a library that they they have across all games that they it's share. Just Zelda, it's like the it's like be sure. Jeremy, you ex, you experienced guess. some you experienced some of that with Pokemon uh, Arceus recently. So oh yeah, it's, that's true. It's just not fun. They, I mean, they have yeah. to teach you how to play the game, but it's like yeah. not fun when you're in a fight when you just want yeah. like action. I just want some action. I yeah. just want to play. Yeah. Like I'm Elden I, Ring, throw you in, let you yes, explore. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. let me just learn. And I'm like, I've played enough of these throw Nintendo me. games. They're not yeah. that complicated, Nintendo. Like yeah. I know you're catering to a big audience here, you know, from <laughs> one-year-olds all the way up, you know, yes. but uh, I know how to use a controller, you know, thank you. Uh, you so I immediately a- put it away. Can you imagine a Zelda game that plays like a Souls game? Oh my gosh! It just yes, drops be you amazing. in. Yeah, amazing. You're Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. I feel like Ocarina of Time uh, had some elements like that where it's just like figure it out, you know, like yeah. go talk to yeah. this guy in this village and go figure it out. Um, so my tip to my tip of the week, besides don't listen to anything besides this <laughs> podcast, uh, <laughs> because it's gonna be April Fools on the debut of this episode, is and don't trust blue box games. Yes. Don't trust don't don't trust Blue Ball Studios. And then uh, the third one is if you're going to take a Nintendo game on the flight, have have it started already. Play the first couple of hours, hour or two. Get through the intro stuff because it's just straight up pain, and you don't want that pain on the flight. The or flight or if you want to sleep during your flight, keep the Xanax. Yeah, and then just read. Nah, I guess, yeah, that's an alternate. That's a, that's an alternate. Wait, I said Xanax, which but I did, but I, so I didn't do that. What What are you suggesting, Jeremy? I was gonna say you read the tutorial so you do fall oh, asleep. Yes. I mean that's what it did to me. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> but, uh, it was it was not a good time. It was not a good time. <laughs> I put it away. Um, <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully, I come back to that game someday and I'll play it when I have more patience. Uh, <laughs> but I was done with it. All right, cool. Hey. So we got a big week of news to cover. We thought it was actually going to be bigger, right? The, amongst we the three did. of us, we were talking, yeah. hey, there's a lot of there's a lot of industry heavyweights, a lot of industry insiders, people that have credibility that are hinting at things. Mm-hmm. Notably, mm-hmm. Mr. Greg Miller, Game Over Greggy, uh, who <laughs> last weekend tweeted out, hey, we're going to delay the PS I Love You recording because if any of these three PlayStation rumors hit, we want to be there to catch them basically. So yeah. the internet went wild, of course, and we already knew one of one of the three, which was that Bloomberg, Jason Schreier, Bloomberg reported that Spartacus was set to be revealed this week, which it did. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Greg was one out of three still Friday tomorrow. Something could still happen, but he had two other rumors that he was sort of thinking could hit. And on his show today, alongside Jeff Grubb, who also was sort of hinting at some of these rumors, uh, he popped in as well. And they talked about what those other two rumors were, which was essentially a PSVR 2 showcase, which I would have not expected. I don't, I don't think mm, I would have expected yeah. this early. Um, that would have definitely not been one of my first like 10 guesses. Yeah. And then uh, the, the third one, Greg initially sort of was timid about it. He's like, uh, yeah, like an acquisition. 
Uh, and then <laughs> later Jeff said, no, it's actually a big, it's a big one. It's a huge one, which Greg said, yes, that's what I heard as well from my sources, pool people. Anyways, those didn't happen. Those did not happen. And, you know, one thing that I was thinking, uh, and they said it themselves on the show, and we've talked about it amongst ourselves, is that, like, mm-hmm. the biggest acquisitions we didn't know about. Activision Blizzard, we didn't, yeah. no one knew about yeah. that. Uh, um, sorry. Except Bungie. Jeremy, he just didn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy no. had his inside sources. No. But, like, legal, insider. like, insider trading, all that stuff, <laughs> there's no way he's going to talk about it. Uh, then the, the bungee deal, no one knew about that at all. Bethesda deal, those were all megaton surprises that no one yeah, really expected. Yeah. Even Haven, which is a smaller deal, right? No one expected yeah. that as well. Uh, but it's not to say that acquisitions can't be leaked. Uh, PlayStation themselves mm-hmm. leaked the Blue Point acquisition, if you remember. <laughs> and uh, prior to that, actually, someone on Reddit had mentioned that Blue Point was getting acquired already or or was yep, in the process right. of getting acquired, uh, which the moderators, uh, was it on Reddit or Re- Reset Era? I think it might have been Reset Era. Mm-hmm. Uh, verified that, hey, we we, tr- we checked them with some sources and we believe this rumor to be true. So stuff has leaked. The, big, the biggest stuff hasn't. Uh, right. But anyways, take everything with a grain of salt, especially oh, yeah. especially today. April Fools. There's a lot of fake insiders out there. I'm not saying uh, Jeff Grubb and Greg Miller. The reason we actually believe that stuff could happen was because we do trust them. They are credible sources. But even credible sources could be wrong. Bloomberg was wrong about the Switch Pro. Yeah. Right? So uh, that that didn't happen. But let's talk about what did get revealed, which was Spartacus, which is now (sighs) revealed as... PlayStation Plus, which we had heard Spartacus was just a code yeah. name, and PlayStation yeah. Plus is likely what it's going to be called. So Sony revealed this week three subscription tiers for PlayStation Plus, which now brings together PlayStation Plus of old and PlayStation Now into a new PlayStation Plus. Uh, so these three tiers are Essential, Extra, and Premium, right? 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 Yeah. right? You're tracking? Yeah. You're tracking? Mega. <laughs> They could have went with PlayStation Plus now. Diamond. <laughs> I know. Some people have mentioned uh, bronze, silver, gold. You could have done that. Ooh. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm yeah, I mean, you. that would make sense with their, you know, trophies. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, but I mean, I guess that might have been some confusion with the trophies, which is why they didn't Platinum. do it. Uh, but essential is essentially what PlayStation Plus is today. No price change on that. You could purchase that monthly or annually i have never once in my life by the way paid 60 dollars a year for playstation plus and i mm. want to hear from you guys like have you guys ever played paid either the monthly 9.99 or the 60 bucks a year for, for ps plus no i usually find it on a discount somewhere dude i find it for like <laughs> yeah. 30 bucks i've re- yeah, recently for like 27 dollars yes I did the same black thing. friday is usually when i resub and that's when all the sales happen yeah yep yep so, uh, yeah, last time I did it, uh, I think I bought two years uh, yeah. for like 60 bucks. Yeah, I think I'm sub through like the end of like next year or something like yeah. that. But that, that hasn't changed. It's two monthly downloadable games. Uh, sometimes it's usually more than that, right? It's, it's like sometimes it's four. Sometimes uh, usually yeah. it's at least three. Uh, this month, you see the little preview in this thumbnail right here. You got exclusive discounts. You got cloud storage for saved games. And then you get the online multiplayer access. The new ones are the extra and the premium <clears throat> tiers. So extra, I believe, is essentially PlayStation Now, the PlayStation Now library, 
Yeah. But but improved because now you're getting PS5 games. Um, it's saying a catalog of 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games. What you're not getting from the PS Now portion of it is those streaming PS3 games, which I counted. Uh, I manually counted of the yesterday, I believe. I think I counted um, close to four. I can't. I should have written it down. I, I swore I counted like 400 streaming PS3 games. This is saying 340 additional for premium. But that's mm. essentially what extra is. It's uh, $14.99 a month, which is incredibly steep. We'll talk about pricing in a second. Yeah. Or $99.99 a year uh, here in the U.S. And, the, and then the rest of the region's prices are listed as well. Um, but this tier right here is going to include... Uh, they've mentioned hit games like Death Stranding, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Mortal Kombat 11. Did I mention Death Stranding? That's a good game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and then you get the PlayStation Plus Premium. Premium. Edition. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is essentially, it's going to give you your PS3 games via cloud streaming, uh, as well as uh, time-limited game trials. Uh, and then, hold on, what's this? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm catching up with... What's this giant paragraph? Right? Uh, Offers uh, cloud streaming access for original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games offered uh, an extra and premium tier in, in, in markets. And I believe oh, there's some markets where some streaming isn't even available, and they have a whole other plan called PlayStation Plus Deluxe. Uh, so sorry, so you get the PSP game. So, you only, so essentially they split the PlayStation now between these two tiers here. And that will run you at 120 a year or 17.99 a month. Now the monthly price is higher than Game Pass yeah. Ultimate, which is ridiculous. Nuts because yeah. the one thing that this is not including is day one releases. Yep. Yes. Which, like we've already talked about, we're like you know it's going to be its own service. It doesn't necessarily have to match their thing. But I don't know. I mean, honestly. I... They've made mistakes in the past, but if they're putting these numbers out there, hopefully they've got a list of games to back up these numbers. Because if if we see a list of games and it's just like trash, nobody's paying for that. <laughs> I muted. Sorry. Uh, yes. I, sorry. One game that they mentioned as well is Returnal, which is awesome. Like that's wow. a game where it's like okay, it's a roguelike. It's difficult, yeah. and. Uh, a lot of people aren't sure if they want to commit the, you know, whatever the sale price is or the yeah. retail $70 to buy Returnal. This is the perfect opportunity for games like that to, to thrive there just as they do on Game Pass, except obviously you get access to uh, a, a bigger group of games, new games on Game Pass that this is not offering. So um, I'm probably reiterating a lot of news that you guys have heard throughout the entire week. I want to hear your thoughts on this, Jeremy. I f- I feel like they didn't need three tiers. I think it yeah. should have just been essential and premium. And then premium takes the fourteen ninety nine uh, a month because, like you mentioned, like it's it doesn't seem worth seventeen ninety nine, especially if you don't get day one releases. Um, which yeah. you know we we've always known that they weren't going to do day one releases for their first party studios. Um, so I kind of like agree like that that top tier that they say is premium um it's a little bit it's a little too expensive uh given yeah. what they're what they're giving you right like you're still only streaming ps3 games um yeah. you're not playing them on your actual console mm-hmm. and overall i mean the xbox like game pass just 
does a better job uh, in terms of like its benefits and, and its service. So to me, I think you take out that extra and just, you know, it's either essential or premium and premium just kind of includes uh, kind of that, that, that additional like 400 plus titles yeah. and, and the PlayStation now offerings that makes more sense to me. Um, and I think you'd probably have people that subscribe to that. I don't think that many people are going to subscribe to 1799 yeah. and I have a feeling maybe they don't either. Because uh, I think that's a little, a little too expensive when you can consider um, their 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 competitors. Yeah. yeah, and I believe even Jim Ryan. I don't know if it was in the GamesIndustry.biz interview or in this blog post right here. I, I think they mentioned how not every tier is going to be for everyone, and they wanted to provide yeah. options. Uh, Je- uh, Kevin, I want to hear from you really quick before I ask Jeremy more questions. Yeah, when when I first read this, it, it came off a lot like. Um, I feel like with the premium tier, including PS1, PS2, PSP, things like that, they're really banking on the nostalgia factor being the seller for that. And that's exactly what like Nintendo Switch did with Nintendo mm. online service plus expansion or whatever, expansion where they're yeah. giving you, yeah, where they're giving you the N64 games, Majora's Mask and all that jazz. Uh, and, and it sucks because on one hand, I'm like, man, I love all these games that like Nintendo's offering, for instance. So I wanted to subscribe to that. And so I did. Uh, but ultimately I ended up actually downgrading because I'm like, I don't, I don't play those enough. Okay. So you, you don't know? have that, that online expansion pack anymore. I don't. Yeah. I don't play it enough to make it make sense. So yeah. I feel like I'm not going to make the same mistake. I'm probably going to wait until they release some sort of a list of the games that are included. And if there are a few on there that I can see myself really sitting down and replaying again, I'll probably subscribe for, you know, a couple months or whatever. And, and then uh, switch back and forth as needed because I don't so far. I mean, we all kind of want to move forward. Of course, going backwards and playing, you know, PSP games, PlayStation two and PlayStation one games is really exciting. But, you know, we saw a lot of our friends with the same kind of gripe that we have, which is I want to be able to play them locally. I want to be able to use my backlog uh, that I've built up that's sitting in the garage collecting dust. I want to be able to play my physical discs, not pay extra to stream them on right, my console. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I think you also add to the fact that uh, your competitor, right, like on Game Pass, yes. some of those Xbox 360 games kind of get the benefit of like getting boosted frame rates, yeah. um, resolutions. It's like, it, from what we know, and sadly, you know, Sony doesn't really have a good track record of this, but they kind of just support the the bare minimum um, when yeah. it comes to like uh, backwards kind of compatibility. So, yep, yeah. you know, and like preservation of titles and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, the games that you do download from legacy titles, I mean, what kind of, from their legacy catalog, like what kind of improvements can we uh, like expect? Yeah, I wouldn't expect uh, any. Well, can can I say one more thing? Go for it. With with the with the you know tiers that they put out there and with the streaming and all that jazz, that's all great and that's all fine and well. But but I was hoping personally for more of a comeback to how they were doing things back in the day with like PS3 and PSP, where they just had those titles on the store to buy. Where it's like yeah. I don't necessarily want yeah. a, a, a four hundred games to play. I just want a select few of them to purchase yeah. and own. You know, I, even if they are digital, that's what I we want, do on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. I wanted when, my P- PS One games to d- download. 
you know? Yes. Yes. And not be a part of a service, be yeah. locked into a service. No, totally. Like when we saw leaks of like a Sony filing patents for uh backwards compatibility across yeah. their library, a lot of people had hopes that, 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 that would come to the service as well as, mm-hmm. sorry, that would come to PlayStation as well as via a service. Um, and that's one thing that's really like fun about Xbox when they have those sales, you go back and you're buying games like uh, older games that mm-hmm. uh, haven't been remastered. Yeah. Uh, Azura's Wrath and yes. Bully and Metal Gear Solid 2 and Max Payne and Fear. You're buying a, a lot of these like really uh, cool nostalgic kicks that yeah. Some of those games like Metal Gear, for instance, you associate with PlayStation, but you're buying yeah. them on Xbox yeah. because you don't have yes. you don't you have access to them. You don't have access. Now, uh, there's something's wrong. I'm, I'm getting off topic here for a second. Something's going <laughs> wonky with Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 right now. They sort of pulled it off the store recently yes. off of all storefronts. It was license I'm, thing, right? I, I, it was a license thing, but I'm also thinking that it might have to do with some of the remakes that they got in store. I don't know mm. if they're like sort of doing something like that. But uh, PlayStation now, as of today, has had all of those Metal Gear Solid games uh, all the way through five. But a a lot of them are locked to streaming only. uh, Yeah, I think, you know, I think what's kind of crazy to me and, you know, I I don't know how true it is, but apparently you can you can, you know, on a Xbox Series S emulate ps2 Hmm. ps3 games pretty well i don't i don't know how true that is but if that is true that's pretty wild that you know these are developers of like emulators right they don't really do it for profit because they can't um that and they don't have like the resources they don't have kind of like the the you know the documentation that a actual platformer no uh platform holder (laughs) would would have not platformer um that they can kind of get a a, you know that kind of like working but sony can't uh and it's all just streaming yeah i don't know that's just it's wild seemingly wild Uh, and you know it's just kind of in that same general sphere of topic uh this announcement got me looking back at at sort of what games were on the ps3 and what ps1 ps2 games were on there and i I, it almost got me it got me wondering if they're just going to take these games that already exist on their servers and just move them over ps1 ps2 included you know like a psp even uh because you could download the psp games directly to your ps3 and then put them on your psp or your vita you know and so i'm wondering how they're going to handle this and if they're just going to literally reintroduce their old library that they've already got are they actually using PS3s to stream PS3 games? I don't know. I'm not sure how that works. Like, I'm kind of curious. Because uh, uh, if they are, I I I don't I don't think PS3s they are. Are they <laughs> <laughs> so you know, there's been a lot of debate. Uh, th- there's a lot. There's been a couple of debates that have happened. It's like, where is the PS3 love? Where is the PS3 investment? for from playstation and then where are the day ones so let's while we're talking about ps3 and backwards compatibility we'll keep it there and then we'll we'll move on to day one in a second but uh yeah like uh, some of the criticisms have been no sony you are capable of doing it you just don't want to invest the millions that's required to have proper ps3 emulation uh and then the counterpoint is 
you know, the architecture is very different. It's extremely difficult. Yeah. It is not worth it for, you know, the handful <laughs> of people that want it. But like a lot of franchises, Resistance, Killzone, a lot of those franchises and games did not get remastered into a PS4. Right, those yeah. are the only way way to play them. Twisted Metal 2012, y'all. Mm. Who wants to, who who doesn't want to play that? Drawn to death. Like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> even like God of War, like Ascension in that um, yeah. Yeah. remaster trilogy that they that they had. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's going to be very uh interesting. It looks like you know it's saying it's offers cloud streaming access for original PlayStation PS2, PSP, and PS4 games. Uh it's going to be very interesting how all that is handled because uh as of today, PS now has downloadable PS2 games. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping that there will still be some downloadable titles like PS1 and PS2. Um, I find it extremely disappointing. Um, you know, just we all sort of see what the what the, the mistake the PlayStation 3 architecture was, the cell architecture was. It haunted them at the time oh. with third-party developers and I'm sure even first-party development figuring that architecture out. But it's haunting them even now, two generations later, where there were subscription services and, and a big back catalog of games is uh, is an important offering in the video game industry, and that's just something that they have like a big asterisk on. Yeah. The next the next point I want to talk about is the lack of day one games. Did you guys find that disappointing? Was that a surprise to you at all? How did you think PlayStation was going to approach that, Jeremy? I mean, I don't think it's surprising because I think they've always, you know, when they talk about their service, they've always kind of mentioned that it wasn't ever going to be kind of like a day one scenario just because they feel like they they won't make they won't make money off of it. And I think, you know, he kind of admitted as much and I forget which the game yeah where he just says that it's uh, day one releases for their studios are just not feasible for them and would actually kind of lead to them not really investing in their own studios can i read um, from jim ryan jeremy yeah and then you yeah. can answer uh so jim ryan uh we sorry uh he he tells uh christopher dring here at gamesindustry.biz we feel like we are in a good virtuous cycle with the studios explains playstation ceo jim ryan where the investment delivers success which enables yet more investment which delivers yet more success we like that cycle and we think our gamers like that cycle he continues in terms of putting our own games into the service or any of our services upon the release as you well know that is not a road that we've gone down in the past and it's not a road that we're going to go down with this new service we feel like if we were to do that the games that we make at PlayStation Studios, that virtuous cycle will be broken. The level of investment that we need to make in our studio would not be possible. And we think the knock-on effect on the quality of the games that we make would not be something that gamers want. Uh, he essentially continues by saying, never say never. You don't know where the industry is going to go yeah. several years from now. But at the moment, that is not what we're offering. Jeremy, mm-hmm. please continue. Yeah, no, I, I was just going to you know, kind of continue that. I, I don't, I don't see them doing it. Um, because really if they were going to do day one releases, uh, and they need, they need more developers than they have now to make that sustainable. No. Um, no. I feel like with them it is especially like true is that you would get that streaming like binge, like syndrome where you, you would binge a game and, and then you would cancel that service 
and then yeah. re-up again when you get a game that you're kind of like interested in. I think, you know, they don't have enough like studios or at least like release frequently enough to cover kind of like the content that you would need to kind of support a a day one uh, release cycle like that. Or the types of games that they've produced. They're single player yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, some people have called them one and done. I mean, some people will play Bloodborne forever and their rights to do that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they, a lot of them are games that you'll play, like God of War, you'll play that. Maybe you'll revisit it in two or three years. But like, it's not a live service game where you're right. tuning in to Sea of Thieves or Forza yeah. over and over again. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're starting that with with their initiatives and their Haven acquisition and what Gran Turismo 7 is introducing, whether they're doing a good <laughs> job or not, they're just kind of fumbling out the gate there. Uh, Kevin, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't too much of a surprise. I mean, you know, we, we've talked about it before, but as far as Xbox and PlayStation being completely different um, in that regard, where they, you know, Xbox, that's sort of part of their identity. That's what they're going for. Um, and that works for them. You know, and everybody's talked about how much of an anomaly that is, that that works, you know, for them. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think it was too much of a surprise. Uh, I'm not I'm not very disappointed, uh, even if they were to, you know, in the future, um, not necessarily release them day and date, obviously, which you talked about, but but even just release them sooner to their platform. You know, um, yeah. I mean, like, like said, Returnal, for instance, is yeah. going to be about a year old or so. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm not disappointed either. I'm definitely not surprised. I this is no. what they said they were going to do, and they stuck to their guns. And uh, as the rumors were circulating for this uh, from Bloomberg, we always knew that this was going to be sort of a consolidation between PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, uh, with maybe a splash of new games and some new features, which which we're getting. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they need to copy or follow Game Pass. I don't think they need to beat Game Pass. Um, yeah, and I, I don't think they are. I, I we, you yeah. know, we're, no. we're yet to we're yet to see the library, but like, there's there's certainly not. There's certainly not not when it comes to day one releases. Not well, when it comes to on, third party support. You're 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 speaking too soon. We haven't seen the list yet and seen if Soul Reaver one, two, and three are on. <laughs> <laughs> so that right there will a, determine it. Yeah, there's a good chance they might well, beat them. Yeah, I I mean I I think what you'll probably see more is they'll probably you know, kind of look at these double A like indie releases and see which ones they can get uh, day one on their extra. Or Shadow Warrior three, for instance. Yeah, right? exactly. Kind yeah, of like that. The odd worlds, the like now yes. that those, those yes. new games that launch, it's not, does it launch on PS now or PS plus? That was always confusing. And they yeah. had a, a huge divide there with the majority of their user base in PS plus, I think only three point something million users have playstation now i'm one of those suckers <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, do. I don't use i don't think i use it very often i, I certainly don't my get my kids get good it. use out of it but i don't touch that's it. good that's good I'm, <laughs> yeah i i just do it because i want to have access as a gamer yes. as someone who loves video games i want to have access to yes. all of what playstation's library is going to give me an xbox yeah. as well at any time i want to be able to go back and play an hour or two of metal gear solid 4 before changing my mind <laughs> yes and you're like cool i got i got my fix uh Metal Gear yeah. Solid 4 is great but it's, it's certainly it's a, a, a commitment it's Woo. a commitment yeah <laughs> you change your, um but this is this is playstation making a smart move consolidating their services uh i think they sort of botched this announcement a little bit 
Um, yeah. I, I, you know, very, I, I'm, I'm very, very much so. They're using literally the same imagery and branding yeah. that they've had before. So for someone who's touting, hey, a new change, new service, like there's, there's no graphics, there's no imagery. Yeah. What this looks like to me is, hey, our fiscal year is ending in two or three days, and we need we to get, get this out. announcement out, which they did because it's it's just text. This is like straight up an internal yeah. doc, yeah. internal it's, like things like like just copy and paste from the Excel spreadsheet right onto the blog. <laughs> it, uh, it, it does not generate any of that excitement, Jeremy. Yeah, it's kind of funny because they could have. Uh, well, here I am, kind of like speaking from no experience at all, but they could have put a video together just to kind of explain the tiers and then, you know, how they kind of like mention what, what, what titles are included in that extra and premium tier. Like they could have shown quick clips uh, from those, from those like games to kind of just generate some of that hype. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a bit of a missed opportunity there. Yeah. I think this was a, we have to meet this deadline when our marketing Mm -hmm. materials and our games and our contracts and all those things are not in place yet, but we do want to get this announcement out by the end of fiscal year. I I really think that's what, what, what drove the timing of this because the service itself is not launching until June, June. Yeah. Right. June. Right. So they typically wouldn't, I don't think they would typically announce it this far in in advance without having all those materials ready. So I think that's, that's part of it right there. Um, Shoot. I want to make another point that I completely forgot now. Uh, Let me get to my questions. Guys, any, any other thoughts on that? Not from this guy. Likewise. Okay. And I guess some of the other disappointment also comes from, just the the Twitterverse, the internet. A lot mm-hmm. of people were dub- yeah. giving this PlayStation's Game Pass, the Game Pass killer from fanboys, yes. Game Pass competitor, and really, it's it's not any of those. This is PlayStation yeah. sort of staying in their lane. They're 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 probably borrowing some sauce from Xbox here, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but they're doing their thing. What works for Xbox that may not necessarily work for PlayStation. A uh, couple of things here is. Uh, and this is going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. We <laughs> always hear how people are touting about how great Game Pass is. I love Game Pass, by the way. No, yeah. I hope none of this comes off negatively as as yeah. the anti-Game Pass thing. But people are always talking about how Game Pass players buy more games and they spend more and they play more and, and, and so on. But it's like versus who, right? Versus who? Like you guys, we don't have any numbers. We don't know what the profitability is. <laughs> They're not sharing yeah. any of that stuff. You're taking their PR talking points and resharing yes. them. For all I know, Game Pass could be very successful for for Xbox, or it could be a lost leader right now as they're building up and reaching that profitability pro- yeah. profitability stage, which they haven't been very clear on if it's profitable or not. Right? They said it could be yeah. very profitable. Profitable in the past, they've said that it's not. We don't know what the numbers look like, but we also know that. Microsoft is a Titan compared right. to Sony. Yeah. yeah. They can, and they can kind of afford it. Yeah. yeah. They can endure the long road yeah. that it takes. Right. Yeah. Sort of like Netflix, Netflix took them years to become profitable. They can, end- PlayStation has a model that works for them and for them to say, Hey, we're going to drop this very successful model where God of War is selling 20 million yeah. copies and horizon and Spider-Man is selling 20 million copies. And these are very extremely uh, profitable games. We're going to abandon this model and Go with one mo- <laughs> a model that's going to take us now years of prof- yeah. to reach that profitability. I mean, it's like it's like if I see that your workout routine is working for you, 
And I'm like, well, it's working for him. So I'm going to do it. But we have different bodies. We have our bodies have different needs. You know, it's like, yeah, you he, can't just he, take something. You ain't, you built, you ain't built like me. You know, you ain't built like me. I'm <laughs> yeah. built to, I'm they, different. They're not just going to be like, we're going to do exactly what Xbox is doing because it works for Xbox. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I don't, what the point I'm trying to make is, is that I don't know. Yeah. Like I, all, all we have is taking the word of Sarah Bond and Phil Spencer or Jim yeah. Ryan. And I just, I don't know. We don't have the numbers. We don't have the, the financial spreadsheets in front of us to say if it's a good call or not. Yeah. Everything is a yeah. speculation. Jeremy, what are you saying, brother? I was going to say, you know, as soon as Xbox announced Game Pass and, you know, all the kind of news and hype around it, I mean, I'm pretty sure Sony did the research. Could they do something like similar? Because I think this is kind of like how companies work, right? Like once something new and trending and is, you know, oh, yeah. is seen as successful, uh, they'll try to imitate it. And, right. you know, I think I, I think he, they probably did the numbers on it and didn't see that it would kind of give them the return that they want. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's why, you know, I think for the most part, they've been kind of pretty clear that they're not planning to be a direct competitor with Game Pass or even offer like day one releases. I think, you yeah. know, they've consistently iterated that. Um, so yeah, it, it's not surprising. Yeah. So again, it's like, you, we gotta be really careful, which PR talking points that we decide to sort of just parade around. Like we don't have the stats. Like again, the one that, the one that I, I get all the time is game pass players spend more than non game pass players. Right. And it's like, cool. Yeah. Yes, I expect them to because I expect the people that have game pass and Xbox to be gamers that understand the service to play more than the person who might get it to buy Minecraft one time for their kid and not make very many purchases. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, like that, that could totally be legit and it probably is, but like, we just, we don't have those numbers in front of us to, to know what is and what is going to work for Xbox versus PlayStation. I mean, yeah. I'd be elated. I, I'm a collector, so I'll, I'll buy the games probably regardless. Right. But I, I'd be elated for a bigger PlayStation library. I don't think I don't. I'm not. I don't yeah. think it hurts. It'll hurt the quality uh, if 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 they're able to follow a similar model as Xbox because Halo seems like it has really great production. Forza Horizon looks like it has great production. Um, Psychonauts Two was mm -hmm. a Game of the Year candidate, so mm -hmm. it, it's. It is producing quality, and I'm, I'm and I'm expecting to see quality from Starfield as well, and that's going to be on the service. Mm, yeah, um, guys, I think we I think we covered it all, and I think we any other thoughts on that before we move on? No, sir. Did we all commit to a tier, Jeremy, Kevin? You said you're not sure, and Jeremy, I said uh, Jeremy. I, think, uh, I don't think I anything think changes if, for me, to be honest yeah, with you. I'm still an yeah. essential. Given, they, I mean. Unless there's a good deal on premium. Yeah, when I was say once they release the lists of actual games and stuff, that may change for me. I mean, if they release uh, specific things that I really want to play, I'll probably jump to premium for a minute just so I can play those. Cool. All right, next story here is Breath of the Wild sequel has been officially delayed to 2023. So, A.G. Ionuma, uh was on a video where he uh, apologized for the delay and uh, showed a few extra seconds of uh, Zelda breath of the wild sequel and he wrote or, or sorry said in the video. However, the expanded world goes beyond that. 
That's just the middle of the quote that I just read right there, but I'm going to go with it. It goes beyond that, and there will be even wider variety of features you can enjoy, including new encounters and new gameplay elements. When he says it goes beyond that, he's saying it goes beyond just being on the ground, as well as the new aerial, like, sort of lands that uh, that the game yeah. covers as well. In You're order to make... Invaders, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be just like Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, there's no <laughs> tutorials at all. Yeah. Uh, he continues, in order to make the game's experience something special, the entire development team is continuing to work diligently on the game, so please wait a little longer. Now, call me naive, call me foolish, call me a hopeless romantic, but I thought it was going to be a 2022 game. I was really helpful because I, I thought, I I'm like, okay, was this too. was maybe a 2021 or early 2022 game that is now pushed to end of 2022. I'm not surprised, but I was very hopeful that it was going to be this year. I'm a little disappointed, but listen, man, take all the time you need. Take yes. Yes. Take an additional three years if you're gonna give me the same <laughs> level of quality as Breath of the Wild. World. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Kevin, let me ask you: Are you surprised with the delay, and, and did you expect it to come out in 2022? I was surprised. I, I I was in the same boat as you, where you know, um, because we heard about it what two, three years ago now, or, or how long ago did we? Have... I feel like I feel it like... was announced in 2020, maybe. Okay, so but regardless, you know, it's it's probably been in development since before that um obviously to at least give us a little snippet that they showed us uh, originally but yeah i really thought it was gonna be a 2022 game so i i was genuinely taken aback when they when they you know formally announced that it was going to be delayed but also it's like who are we to even assume it was going to be out in 2022 because there was no official release date you know, they, they did say 2022 is what they were aiming they for did. last I'm last sorry E3. i misspoke okay yeah. so yeah then you know that being said i was uh Look at that exact words aiming for 2022 release for this game. Yes. Uh, but that was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was unexpected that it, uh, it would get delayed. But like you said, nobody in the world wants another cyberpunk. <laughs> Always going to be the example. Uh, Jeremy, what about you? Were, you? were you surprised or disappointed by this? Like half and half in terms of being surprised. It's just, you, you know, they haven't even revealed the what the actual title is going to be yet. So <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> if we don't have the title yet, um, when, when, when is it going to when is it going to release? Um, I I mean, I I'd have to imagine you know like the the pandemic probably had to do something right like in in terms of kind of delaying this game and how they were initially aiming for it to be a 2022 release because when you look at kind of like the games that they've announced in the previous direct it's like everything but the fall and and you'd have to imagine this was going to be their big like fall slash holiday like game Bro, yeah. look at his hand. How long has it been? He's had enough time to get inked up. <laughs> He's looking disheveled, shaggy, a little sexier. Longer hair. Yeah. yeah. What's going well, on now we see his face this time around. The, the last trailer didn't show his face. We're like, okay, good. That that's that's Link. He's developed the ability to go through solid stone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which what that right there, Kevin, that you were shocked. That was shown in the last 
I believe the E3 trailer from last I year. I clearly just didn't pay attention. Yeah, so that's <laughs> probably a cool new ability that he has uh, somehow. Um, I think he's just like... <laughs> Jeremy, you asked this question, which is, do you think we're going to get another Zelda game in its place? It's been the norm for at least one Zelda game a year. Do we see another Zelda game? Maybe a port, maybe a... They're all, you already got it. It's Majora's Mask. It's on the expansion. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's you'd, the game. you'd have to imagine, right? Like at some point, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker are going yes. to be on the Switch. Yes. Yeah, whether they... Uh, I, I feel like they could get away with selling them at full price individually. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would like, buy them at full price. I mean, we paid full price for a Skyward Sword. Yes, and, that was, and I haven't even beaten it. Yes. That thing is still shrink-wrapped for me. <laughs> okay, I, I've, gotten, I've gotten further than that, at least. I'm at least yeah. a couple hours in. Are but you like, using that was, controls? I am. I love it. I, uh, I am using, let's see. No, I am not using the motion controls because I hate them. But, but then you sort of have to <laughs> because the thumbstick, the thumbstick controls with the, the sword swinging is even worse. It um, is worse. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's the move. I feel like that's a no-brainer move. It's like, okay, cool. That's delayed. We're not going to see this game until I believe they say spring 2023 is when we're going to see this. Yeah. Expected fall 2023, probably if if not 2024. But uh, yeah, I think Wind Waker uh, and Twilight Princess, like either if they do it a two-pack, yes. I feel like they could easily sell them both at $39.99 a piece. Oh, yeah. Um, People will buy but, it. The, but they'll probably go higher than that. Um, it'll yeah. Probably be and we'll pre-order our collector's editions from amazon or gamestop and anywhere other than best buy yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. even though best buy is going to be the only one that has the steel book just kidding yes. i think metroid Don't tell me with uh, that Dread. evil best buy metroid Dread do it <laughs> had had like steel books on every retailer i think as long as you got the uh that so special edition. We, we mentioned we mentioned the switch pro or the switch 2 earlier on the show does it make sense now that it's going to be six years after the Switch has released for this to launch alongside a new hardware for Switch, Jeremy? I think that would be great because I think we're starting to see some games kind of suffer performance-wise. And you'd have to imagine a game like this to be absolutely massive, especially when they're talking about, you know, having it be like above ground and then, you know, actual like, the regular like continents it you'd have to imagine like technology wise that might be a little bit um it might be straining the the current like switch and i think we're kind of seeing uh the the switch already kind of getting pushed to the limits especially i think if you've played like shin megami like tensei <laughs> that, that yeah that game you can kind of see not, like the frame rate one? isn't as yeah it isn't as polished yeah um i thought pokemon legends arceus was all right there was a lot of texture popping and it was definitely not yeah. the most uh graphical graphically uh sort of pushing game as well um so we're we, this was actually a pretty cool new glimpse that we got of the game at this point like as a, this is my most anticipated game from nintendo and this right here just like that that sort of like look that link gives at the camera it's just really badass this sword illuminating when she pulls it out, you're expecting this badass master sword and like, looks like a rat shoot on it. Uh, I don't know what, what the hell that is at the end. <laughs> it's like a rat shoot on it. <laughs> like, what is that? What's happening to the master sword? So it's the, uh, duck moon blade. 
Zelda yeah, edition. They're like, you don't oh, like breakable man. weapons? Fuck you. All the weapons are broken already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now the whole goal of the game is to fix them before you even get to use them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I guess that leads me to ask you, do you feel like, um, what, what are some of your wish list items for this game? Like, do you, like mine is, I, I think everyone's is no more breakable weapons. Yes, I think that's a good segue. Do you, are you guys, you think that's the move? You think they're going to go no breakable weapons this time? Yeah. I no, hope so. They're probably going to keep it in there, honestly, just because they want to be the annoying. Game. Uh, <sighs> I want to be able to smooch Zelda. I mean, I'm just going to say it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's number one wish list item. Well, but please tell me, are there romance options? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did Link go back to sleep? Yeah, you guys are kind of like, kind of right. Like he's looking pretty haggard here. Yeah. And he's tatted up. Some time has actually been he's passed. Yeah. Um, uh, anything, no, yeah. Anything else you want to see from, from here that they haven't shown yet, Jeremy? I mean, I, I think that's the biggest thing is uh, to me, you know, sure. If you want to have weapon durability be there, fine, but don't make it as aggressive as it yes. was in the original game. Like so if, if the, the shield that you get is supposed to be kind of like the best shield that you can get yes. in, in any of the previous Zelda games and it's breakable, like, yes, come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it it just felt it all felt very unnecessary. Yeah. Like I get that it was supposed to be like a fun mechanic to like keep you kind of uh using all the different weapons, yeah. but it, it did get annoying when you're like you finally find that one weapon you really love and you're like, yeah. ah, started it broke. Now I gotta go it find was, that one. Can you imagine if they had like an invasion mechanic and then your weapon breaks? Breaks mid-fight. Yo, breaks wait, mid-fight. Don't kill me. I'll be right yeah. back. I'm just gonna go grab a new weapon. I, I need to go right here real quick. All I found was this pot lid. <laughs> But it, yeah. it, it sucks to like have, having you sort of queue up like which weapons you're going to use because you know some of them yeah. are gonna break yes. like right. mid mid uh, temple or shrine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and just having like the most powerful ones break in general, like oh that yeah. one hurt a little bit. Like yeah. that really hurt. I mean, I mean, I know that you could buy them from a vendor, but still, yeah. like you have to like interrupt gameplay to go to said vendor yeah. to buy. You buy, buy the again. most powerful ones, though. Could That's you? what I was gonna say. Like the boss yeah. weapon, or not the boss weapons, but the the friend, the blue weapons. shiny weapons. Yeah, yeah, or like yeah, the weapons you get from you know your homies uh, that still break, and then you got to go find the materials to remake them. And I, I'm like, this is lame. I forget. Did they? Did, was there no repair mechanic, or did they just all break? Like. There was no repair mechanic yeah. on at least. So that's the what, the, the that's master sword. Even uh, lost charge, yes. and you have to wait for that's that to recharge. Saying. So it's and like that was painful. If you're gonna keep, if you're gonna keep that durability mechanic, at least let us repair it. I mean, yeah. you should be able to have. You should be able to go to a town and go yeah. see the blacksmith, provide him some materials to yeah. repair uh, the, the the weapon. Even uh, Dark Souls you Dark Souls, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you know, and, and I think outside of that. Um, maybe just a little bit more narrative. Like, yeah, narratively, I think the original game was very bare bones. Mm -hmm. Um, well, and admittedly, that kind of added a lot more emotional value. I think whenever you did have the cutscenes, yeah, or the flashbacks, or things like that, or like even the memories when you're collecting like the photos or whatever. Um, it made it hit a little harder because they were so few and far between. Uh, and it's almost like when you have that, that person in your life that doesn't say a whole lot. And when they do, you listen, 
Like that's kind of yeah. how it felt playing Zelda or Breath of the yeah, Wild. Yeah, but it felt less impactful because it was all in the past. It had yeah. all happened and, already. Yeah. yeah. And and the, the big thing too is like if you didn't collect all said memories, mm-hmm. your ending was literally like over before you knew oh. it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that was the one thing you warned me about. And I was like very yeah. careful to make sure I get all those memories. Yeah. I wanted the, the true ending. Yes. Right. You don't get that true ending. Zelda. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Um, the first game, the first Breath of the Wild was like very special. It was very revolutionary. Yeah. I was yeah. talking to a friend on Twitter and we were talking about which game could sort of capture what Elden Ring just did where it just set uh, Twitter uh, ablaze. And I was sort of thinking, it's like, all right, I can't say Starfield. I have no idea what Starfield is, but yeah. Yeah. sure, does it have that potential? Yeah, new IP, big yeah. RPG. Totally has that potential. Don't know what it is yet, though. Um, God of War Ragnarok, if if the story is as special or builds yes. on the first one uh, and the gameplay feels fresh enough, they've added new things where it, it, the world feels bigger or, or easier to explore, etc. Like God of War could do that, but I feel like it's really Breath of the Wild as a top contender. Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. sequel is a top contender in being that special game again. Do you guys think it has any inkling of chance to to feel as special or as revolutionary as the first one? Or do you feel like it's going to more so be building on what the, the first one do, does really well? That's a good it, question. Yeah. I mean, it definitely has a the potential. They're clearly just from that video, you know, they're, they're clearly introducing, I wouldn't necessarily call them new mechanics because it seems like stuff that they ripped straight out of Skyward Sword. But um, <laughs> I, you know, it's like they are introducing a, a new level of depth to it, which is exciting. And I can't wait to see what they do with it because, well, gosh, knock on wood, they can't do worse than Breath of the Wild. Uh, <laughs> well, in terms of weapon durability or? Well, just like the game, the game in general. as a whole. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're going to do something special. I, I'm just I'm banking on it because it does look like it's going to be a pretty um, tense game, just from all the supposed story and rumors. I, I was going to say, like, so which Sony game is going to release in the same window? Uh, just to <laughs> it would it would probably be Spider Man is falling in that window right now. I mean, mm. we don't know what else that they've sort of announced. Um, Spider-Man is sort of in that window and. Well, Spider-Man maybe... 2, uh, 2022 and then Wolverine was 2023. Spider-Man 2 is 2023 and Wolverine, I believe doesn't have a date. She was even further. Wolverine might be 2024. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, moving on. E3 2022, the digital event has officially been canceled. Long live Summer Game Fest. So I'm pulling this via Game Informer, and uh, they write, in a statement to VentureBeat, the Entertainment Software Association, which organizes E3, said the following. We previously announced that E3 would not be held in person in 2022 due to the ongoing health risks surrounding COVID-19. Today, we announced that there will also be no digital E3 showcase in 2022. And as reported by Stephen Totillo of Axios, he writes, the ESA says E3 will return in 2023 with a reinvigorated showcase that celebrates new and exciting games and industry innovations. A little too early. Stagnant games and (laughs) lame 
industry news. Sounds like yeah. Sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a, a world in 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 souls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, stagnant. Which, we're not going to have a digital showcase because there's uh, a risk of health issues uh, from people dying of boredom. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes. You know what's yeah? What's I'm, I misread it initially. I, I thought initially the excuse that they use for the digital events was for health risks, like reasons. Yeah. I was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, we were we were in a worse state last year when when you did oh, when he did decide to do it. Um, <laughs> what 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 sort of set the internet sort of laughing a little bit or just uh, pointing out Jeff being maybe a little messy here? Jeff Keeley chose violence. He, he immediately yes did choose, choose violence. He immediately responded with a cheeky wink emoji <laughs> and followed it with a tweet that said, "Excited to share that Summer Game Fest." We'll return this June with a slate of events. We'll be producing another kickoff live show with announcements, news, and first looks. So brutal. Much dude. more to share in the coming weeks, along with some very cool new elements for 2022. Uh, so I just pictured like a bronze statue of Jeff, just like this, yeah. standing on E3. <laughs> like, oh, that was uh, that was as brutal as a as a Souls game. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was he was a little savage last year as well. Yeah. Like after he had a summer game fest, I think he was sort of teasing that. Yeah, I don't think E3 has a whole lot. And when E3 didn't have a whole lot, he kind of did a "I told you so." Uh, <laughs> oh, it's because I have um Yeah, because they're 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 either going to Jeff or they're going into their own shows. Nintendo's being successful with their directs. PlayStation's being successful with their shows. Xbox has been usually tied to E3. But they will be just fine. Xbox announces they they're doing a game showcase next week. Yeah. Everyone will be all over it, so there's yeah. nothing to worry about there. Um, so yeah, I guess what are your overall thoughts, Jeremy? Is this something that we sort we talked about? We sort of saw this coming. Um, how do you feel about the death of E3? I mean, uh, I. I, I mean, I'll definitely kind of like miss like kind of like coming home from work or, or school um, because, you know, and, and also, all right, here, here's here. This was the good thing. Like a lot of the, you know, big platform holders, uh, Xbox, um, Sony, like they actually had their showcases at hours that I could kind of see them. So I'm a little bit biased there. But, yeah, you know, absolutely. like I didn't have to worry about like actual work. But you kind Xbox of Xbox always had theirs in the middle of the day, like yeah, they did. But then they moved it to like they would have theirs on like wouldn't they have theirs? On, oh no, I'm getting them nah. mixed up with like Bethesda and and Bethesda like, yeah, and Sony had, had them either like, on the weekends or the evenings. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I just missed the theatrics of it all. Yeah, like you know, you that was when you had Sony like hire a orchestra to introduce yes. like each of their games. And then that one year that they kind of missed the mark where they were just having people go from one stage to another. But then, oh, yeah, you also had a random dude. Well, not random dude, but he was like an accomplished. I don't know what instrument that was. But yeah, playing a piece from from Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that was definitely a piece. It's beautiful. And, you know, and then you also have those megaton moments. Um, And now, you know, you kind of don't get the theatrics of it all, right? They're all kind of like this Nintendo Direct-like showcase where it's just pretty straightforward, like trailers after trailers, or you get whatever 
horrible thing xbox is doing with with the indie <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like xbox. three hours of talking and it's just like oh my goodness um uh, what are they gonna show gameplay i mean to a certain extent you kind of understand why most most of the developers publishers kind of go after that nintendo direct format because it's yeah. been proven to kind of like work for nintendo at least um yeah i i, I mean I, I, I thought that i thought the of, xbox oh sorry go go ahead finish that no, I was, no i was just gonna say i mean it it's sad but i, I think we kind of knew that um game companies developers publishers were starting to go in a different direction where they kind of see that you know having events kind of to themselves uh according to their schedule um is beneficial for them because they get to keep the news cycle as opposed to e3 yeah i i certainly do miss that i do miss a whole week of oh great now we have the bethesda showcase to look forward to and the playstation one and 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 so on i i do miss that i i love the efficiency of like jeff having one show and having them all there even though they don't feel like the most efficient shows you know game awards summer game fest it's like three hours and there is like an hour and a half of bloat and there's uh, probably, I don't know, like 45 minutes of really exciting announcements. And then there's some announcements that you don't care about. No. Kevin, over to you, brother. Yeah, I mean, I, I second a lot of those thoughts. There's so many good memories uh, of of things that were announced or shown at E3 through the years. It's It's been such a staple of my my life as a gamer. Um, and so seeing it go away is 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 kind of sad, you know, and, and whether or not it comes back strong in 2023 uh, is anyone's guess. But uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna mourn the death of my old girlfriend E3 uh, while wiping my Dorito fingers and laughing hysterically <laughs> with my new girlfriend Summer Games Fest. Uh, so, <laughs> I uh, you know because I, I really do enjoy um, Jeff's show. I mean, it's great. Uh, the man gave like, us he, Elden Ring. Yes. Yeah. And what Kojima game is he gonna give us this summer? I know Death Stranding two. Um, but I'm excited. I mean, Silent Hills. Please be Silent Hills. Did you see the? Did you see the behind the scenes, um, like motion capture shots that they were doing in like sort of office uh, pictures at Kojima Productions recently? They had a PS5. They had a PS5 dev kit in in on on the desk and DualSense controllers. So it's at least coming out of PS5. I mean, of course they're gonna. At least they're probably probably. Well, well, they I mean, can have multiple projects, right? There was a rumor. That's true. On the Xbox. That's true too. Uh, but sorry, I got you off track, Kevin. Yes, Kojima mm-hmm. at, at Summer Game Fest, Summer Game Fest in general. Yeah, it just seems like it's it's um, sort of brought a breath of fresh air into the gaming industry. You know, like Summer Games Fest feels new and exciting, and again, it being a, sort of a uh, shorthand version of E3 is is kind of nice in a in a world where we're all super busy. You know. So I like it. World yeah. premiere. I, I like to picture <laughs> I like to work. picture a world where there are more in-person events. I know there yeah. is there there is again the efficiency of doing the the back-to-back trailers, doing it online, safety reasons as well, but also a lot of money-saving reasons for why PlayStation wants to just host their events. Like their state of plays and their showcases are a lot cheaper than whatever fees they had to pay for yeah. to the ESA all the equipment and staging and all that stuff that they had to do. But 
I think we are going to return to in-person events. Uh, we did for the Game Awards uh, this last year, and that was very successful. Uh, Jeremy didn't die by a pool of blood <laughs> from Kojima. <laughs> so that was very successful. Uh, but I think like in, in everything in, in industries, you see an old player that is not sort of adapting and adjusting to the times, and yes. a new player comes in and swoops in. And I yes. think Jeff sort of saw the writing on the wall before COVID even, uh, I, I believe, I believe he had announced that he was not going to be involved or associated with E3 even before COVID hit, and he was sort of planning his own productions. So it uh, be, between COVID knocking E3 out and Jeff being this new rising player uh, coming in with whatever arrangements, working with de developers and publishers in a way that works a little bit better for them, uh, whatever the case may be. That is that is working a lot better, and I believe that was a lot more successful than E3 was last year. No. Uh, so does the question become does 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 Jeff does Jeff Keeley and and Summer Game Fest and that whole organization does that become does that replace does that kill E3 and replace it? Like, is is Xbox going to do their own thing, or are they going to align with Jeff Keeley and Summer Game Fest and say like, hey, ESA in twenty twenty three, like we kind of liked working with Jeff last year and we're just going to continue doing our own thing. You know, like I could see that very much being a possibility. I've been lucky enough to be at one E3 in person and uh, it was magical going to the PlayStation press conference was magical. Being on the floor was really cool. Lines kind of sucked. Uh -huh. It was very tiring, uh, <laughs> but it was cool to try out like the 3DS, uh, you know, before anyone else and, and, yeah. and see that and see all the hype around that. Uh, that was the year for that. That was also the year for the PlayStation Move, which was a little bit less exciting and <laughs> getting some of those demos. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't have a lot of faith in E3 returning in 2023. I really I really yeah. don't. It, it, it can happen, but <clears throat> PlayStation is sort of – Sony sort of abandoned them before yeah. uh, <laughs> before COVID hit. And you know, we've yeah. seen EA do that. We've seen other publishers do that. What support are they going to have? Gearbox? Yeah. Touch yep. media, Apple, Tencent, mm. <laughs> yeah, so Embracer you just, Group. You just you just wonder, and, and it's a shame. Like I know we're all making sort of memes about it and everything. Yeah, it, it is like E three was our Christmas in June. Yeah, you know, like in the summer, um, it's, it's gonna be missed. Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of like you know how comic book fans uh, or yeah, comic book fans had Comic Con whether that be in New York or, you know, in San Diego, you have that to look forward to. Anyone who was a fan of consumer electronics has like CES and yeah, the E3 was yeah. kind of that for, for us. Yep. I mean, guys, I still remember, sorry, I know there's so many memories, but I still remember Jeremy, were we watching it together, but E3 when they announced Demon Souls remake, um, and I literally was jumping for joy and screaming. Like, that's one of my favorite, most recent. That wasn't E3. That wasn't E3? I thought it was E3. That was, that was the PS5 no, showcase. Yeah, when oh. we talk about that, yeah. Sony was already doing their own thing. Well, never mind then. I have no recent memories of E3. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but Kevin, you just proved the point, though. Yeah, that's the that, point. <laughs> is that you don't need E3 to create yeah. those memories, right? Yeah. Like the yeah. Wolverine. The Wolverine. Uh, yeah. uh, thing uh wolverine thing yeah the wolverine moment wolverine what was thing, the yeah. big moment i'm trying to see what the big moment starfield his claws no his back the star the starfield reveal at xbox yeah. like that was a big moment and that's the yeah. the, the 
the trailer that we keep seeing over and over again. No. That was technically associated with E3, but Xbox could have held that. It was a digital event. Yeah, They could have held that sort of on their own. Kind of. yeah. I don't think they needed yeah. the ES- ESA's permission for that. <laughs> right? So Yeah, because everything think, else was a disappointment. Yeah. What you're, what you're going to sort of not get as much is cool. Xbox just came out with the Xbox one and yeah. it is Don Matrick is a complete joke in the interview and <laughs> it's completely anti-consumer and it's, it's more expensive and always online Can't and wait no, to buy it. no use games and everything. And then PlayStation yeah. comes and just absolutely murders them with a quick video of yeah. Adam boys and Shuhei Yoshida. Uh, with Sean Layden going in at mic drop after oh. mic drop on, on stage. Like you're not going to get that. You're not going to get those adjacent events because Gosh, PlayStation is going to do their thing in whatever month and Xbox yeah. is going to do their thing. And so you're going to get less of that. And that stuff's going to live more on Twitter. Like for instance, uh, Xbox just clapped back at uh, the Spartacus announcement on Twitter. And they're like, <laughs> uh, still, you know, you still get day one releases and this and that. Like they oh like did this whole game pass uh Man. They're all, this is thing. how you share it damn it too late <laughs> can, can you can you imagine if they just went to a world where everything was like a tiktok video oh gosh we're <laughs> kind of like in that hey world. y'all it's your boy we're here to reveal the latest final fantasy <laughs> have you seen <laughs> advertisements these days we live in that world already yeah we do we do <laughs> that's and that's how that's how it the uh, next E3 is going to be. Oh, it's just no. a series of TikTok and uh, Vine, like short seven videos. second you know Vine clips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what just happened? They just yeah. announced 15 games in 30 I seconds. missed it. <laughs> yeah. I, know. I missed it in one post. <laughs> I, I do. I did like the stage showmanship and presence. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, you know, I do want a little bit of talking. Like, I do. Yeah. I yeah. do want to, like, Tell me what your plans are. Tell me what your vision is a yeah. little bit. Uh, as it long was as a it's very high production yes. quality, you know, and it showed. Whether like you're bring the developer on stage. Online. Yeah. It felt like a really big deal every year. Yep. Well, we started this, uh, this segment of topics with a subscription service, and we're going to end it with one. With a story out from Windows Central Gaming, Jess Corden over there writes that Xbox is set to introduce family plans for Game Pass. Uh, So he writes, according to trusted sources familiar with Microsoft's efforts, we can now confirm that Xbox is moving ahead with an Xbox Game Pass family plan, which could be set to launch sometime this year. From our information, paying on a higher tier for an Xbox Game Pass family plan will net access for five players for game across for sorry for games across the entire library and wow. will be far cheaper than paying for five separate Xbox Game Pass accounts as is necessary today. Why can't hope. Nintendo do this? Nintendo does do this. No, they do it awfully. I have we at one point had three switches in the house and uh, family plan is complete garbage. Like like you can play it but you need an always online sort of environment. Uh, unless you've got physical copies, but like I buy everything digitally, dude. So I don't know how they're going to do it. Like if they're going to let, like for instance, PlayStation, PlayStation will let my kids play my games, even if they're offline on another console, another PlayStation. Game pass has online checks that it does. Well, yeah, yeah. But so like what, when it says access for five players, um, you know, across the entire library there, uh, I wonder what that's going to look like. Are they going to, 
Like, do you have to be online? Can you download it and still play it offline? I think it will always do like a at least a a DRM check every now and then. Mm. Yeah, I don't or know how often that is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just recently, um, even my Vita did that sort of DRM check on one of the mm. games. I'm like, oh, dang it, I had the game digitally. So, um, yeah, the I, Switch I, like will not let you boot anything digitally. <laughs> so, is, is your it problem lasts that- for a little bit? It, it lasts like it, it. It's not like necessarily like you're. It's it's constantly checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's like every like ten minutes or anything like that. Let, let me. Yeah. Uh, so, well, and so, now, mind you, when I say well, that, sorry, I mean not your primary switch will always check online. Mm. And so, if you're trying to boot up a digital game on your not primary switch, uh, it'll have to check regardless. Gotcha. Um, for digital content. So, anyway, I mean, you got me wondering about this. Game Pass is all digital, right? So yeah, I imagine yeah. if you got a Series <laughs> X downstairs, upstairs you have a Series yeah. S, you and your kid could both be playing Forts at the same yeah. time. Like that's that's how yeah. I'm. Obviously, this is not an official announcement. Yeah, yeah. This is a scoop that Jess Corden has Lost. here, but that's how you would sort of like Xbox relies uh, or leans very heavy towards multiplayer and yeah. live service yeah. games. And uh, it would be a real shame to say like, cool, yes, here's your family plan. One person at a time could play yeah. Halo <laughs> Infinite. Like that doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. So if if all goes according to plan, I think it would work really well. The question is, is that it's, if it's giving you access to up to five players, how much do you think this thing's going to cost, mm. Kevin? I mean, I don't know. Look at even Nintendo's service for their family plan. I think it starts at like, what, 40 bucks? Something like that or... It's, no, it's not forty. It's like it's, right? Yeah, I think it's um for the. Uh, no, I don't know about the expansion. We're about to play packs, prices, It's right. like eighty bucks. It's eighty yeah. bucks with the online expansion pack. I believe it's fifty bucks without the okay. online expansion okay. pack. Because it's only so, like twenty bucks for an yeah. individual. But those are very different plans. Like yes, they I, are. I, yeah. I know that's the sort of the model to look at because Nintendo does do the family plan. Yeah. Um, Game Pass Ultimates today is fifteen dollars. Yeah. I'd say that for a family plan, 30. I would say this is probably, it would probably be, yeah, yeah, somewhere 25 to 30 bucks a month. Yeah. And it's like, and honestly, yes. even if it's a little higher, I could see it being maybe around 40, 50. I mean, five or, players, that's a crazy amount. Or if they do cuts on, like, they don't have annual memberships, but they have three month cards that they do. I don't know if yeah. they have six month yeah. cards, but I, I usually find deals on the three month cards and I could see some deals for the family plan that way. Jeremy, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, do you feel like this is a, 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 well, is this a feature that you're interested in at all? Something and, you and your uh, kids could use, Jeremy. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> like uh, all, all, all of my figures at the bookshelf there. You know, for some, for some reason, when, we're, when, <laughs> when we were talking about this uh, story, the only thing that I could kind of like think of in my mind is that like T-Mobile. I, was it T-Mobile that, 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 uh, commercial where they would always have like someone just be like are you in my five uh um, is that t-mobile yeah. i don't oh know if that was gosh. t-mobile i know was it was one mobile? of those terriers uh, <laughs> but then i'm like i'm wondering who would be in my five um i don't know you'd have to like find to. it well like one <laughs> you would have to find kind of like what the restrictions are uh yeah. in terms of like how they handle people in different like households right um it, to, to make that a little bit more enticing now if they say it's cheaper than you know like five separate accounts i could totally see someone or a group of friends kind of just like pitching in um yeah because if it ends up being cheaper right like oh, yeah. if it's cheaper than 
a normal subscription, I would imagine that you would be like, interested in of that. Like same household. Yeah. <laughs> we're blood brothers. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think we need the, I, I think, of course, we'll probably know more uh, once we get the details, the price point. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not uncommon for subscription services to have it. YouTube premium, YouTube TV, yep. Disney plus Hulu. Uh, so many subscription services have it. And with the messages that Phil Spencer has mentioned in the past, where he does want to offer more services, more games for families. It's right in line with that. It's right in line yep. in helping drive growth for the game pass sector and drive up the, yep. the average user price um, where, Hey, Kevin, like you might be someone that doesn't have Game Pass, and I'll get you to chip in five dollars a month, which you you didn't right. before, and that's an additional yeah. five dollars you're getting out of a a Kevin awesome. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's rad. Uh, I wouldn't have any use for it. I like. I find I'm subscribed all the way through 2024, end of 2024 for Game Pass, and I will continue to buy up those cards at low prices. Yeah. I will try to find yeah. conversion deals. I will do all sorts <laughs> of things because it is. The most incredible subscription service really in gaming. Yeah. Uh, so I will continue to to invest in that and buy it at a good price. Um, and if those deals run out, so be it. I, I'm I'm think there's more than enough value there at fifteen dollars a month. But Definitely. yes, if you if you are a this right there, this right here helps encourage families, moms and dads out there, to sort of be uh, uh, introduce the Xbox ecosystem to their kids. Where it's like, hey, yeah. it's a lot cheaper to have whatever, you know, uh, yeah. Xbox X cloud or whatever streaming on phones uh, on the kids phones or on their tablets or their computers, then having three or four switch switch handhelds at the house. Kevin, yeah. You could speak to that. Yeah. You know, you know all about that. Like Definitely. I have, I'll hook I up three kid, <laughs> iPad, my other kid with my phone, the old <laughs> phone will get Xbox, uh, X cloud on it now. Like it definitely, I've got enough devices to go around. Yeah. So if like you could, if you could offer that solution now to a family with either multiple devices, multiple Xboxes, that's just more touch points right there yeah. uh, for yeah. you to sort of enter that sector and get some of that, that Nintendo pie um, and <laughs> just offer really good value. Nintendo pie. That sounded a little dirty, huh? <laughs> I want some of that Nintendo. Yeah. Just offer a lot more value there for the users yeah. that do want it. So um, cool. I mean, that's, that's, can I, that's cool. Can I hit you with the most random question on this entire cast? Sure. Is that a 3D printed Kratos head back there? <laughs> no. That's what is uh, that? that's Socrates right there, bro. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, it is. It totally is. I just got it today. <laughs> you totally got me. That ass, right? It looks Socrates. like like a Greek, like a Greek god god or something like that. It's like a yeah. statue right there, right? Like the god of war or something. I don't know. Yeah, the I Greek god of war. On it. Uh, I, I'm, I was thinking about putting it like downstairs, like in the mantle. Like, I feel like we yes. could pull it off. It's like, totally gaming related, but it's like, I'm it now tempted to, my father-in-law has a 3d printer that he got from my brother-in-law. And I'm really tempted to now find a, a bust of, um, Kratos to have him print out for me. Nice. I bought this on Etsy. I was going to, I'm going to post it probably. It's, it's I, I'll take a picture of it tomorrow and, and, and post it. Uh, cause, uh, one of my friends on Twitter actually pointed it out to me and I'm like, cool. When I, when I, when I get awesome. it, I'll take pictures of it, post it so you can see it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm dumb. I expected it to be like stone. And when it was like 3D printed, like sort of plastic materials, like a little disappointed. But from <laughs> on the on the shelf itself, it looks amazing. It, yes, I, I'm, I'm absolutely. Stoked. All right. Sorry for that uh, distraction. 
Uh, any other thoughts on that before we move on? Nope. All right. Review out this week. Weird West, which is launching on Xbox, PS4, and PC. And on Xbox, and I believe PC, it's launching on Game Pass Day 1. So uh, that's awesome. It's scoring at a 78 on Metacritic, wow. 76 on OpenCritic. Um, and yeah, it's gotten some pretty good feedback, uh, some pretty good reviews. Um, didn't do a roundup of it or anything like that. I've checked out a little bit of it. Um, I'll be honest with you. Like if I had the time or if I really wanted to invest in it, I, I'd probably check this game out, but it just doesn't really look like my cup of tea. And I'll just be lying to you and lying to all you viewers mm -hmm. as well. If I told you I was going to go play this game this week, because I have a pile of games, including Tunic, yeah. Stranger of Paradise, Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, Elden Ring, uh, Horizon Platinum, yes. other games to get to. It's probably not going to hit my radar. What about you I'm guys? Right there with you. Jeremy, right I think you're you. most interested in this game. I'm going to check it out at least. There's yeah. nothing, nothing to lose. I'm already subscribed to Game Pass. I'm in that yeah. ecosystem. I'm going to give it a try. And I also want to try Shredders because it's been a while Shredder. since I've, I've played a snowboarding game. Did I miss Shredders? Ooh. Did Shredders come out this week? I think it came out last Ooh. week. Oh, okay. I was just saying in general. Wow. Yeah, dude. I haven't hit up a snowboarding game in years. It's to be fun. Was it Cool I miss, Borders? I think it was the I last missed time that I SSX, like, like Tricky or whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh, SSX tricky and yeah, Cool Borders is the last uh, the last uh, snowboarding game I ever played. Yep. Shredders isn't looking too good on the Metacritic, bro. Ah, oh, no. you know what? I downloaded it already. I downloaded it already, and I'm just, dude, uh, I'm ready. To game, part of Game Pass, you pop it in for an hour or two, you know, give it a shot. Uh, you know what? I'm not surprised by that score when it, when they showed that at uh, last year's E3. I was like, it looks all right. <laughs> I, I, I was never that hyped on it. So Dang. I am not, I am not, I just, it looks slow. It was like the Gran yeah. Turismo of snowboarding games. Oh, so it's <laughs> <laughs> oh I, haven't played, I, haven't, I haven't played either of those games, so I can't, I can't tell you. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Pissed off Gran Turismo fans and, and Let, uh, Shredders fans. <laughs> yeah. There's people out there that already bought three different copies because so they could break each one. <laughs> <laughs> there was also another one that I'm, I kind of want to try. It. I don't know if that was released this week or last week too, but it was called like a Memoir Blue. Memoir Blue, yeah, that was part yeah, of the Annapurna uh, showcase. showcase. That, that is that is one yeah. that I thought was a highlight on the showcase, and I'm surprised that it sort of just like launched. Um, I didn't see. I don't see. It's not the type of game you would see on the timeline a whole lot. Right. But I'm Sounds curious about really that game fancy. as well. Yeah. It's a, it's sort of like a little bit of a visual novel, right? It's like kind of like oh a walking simulator almost sort of thing where you're It's a highbrow through. game, in other words. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cup of tea. What was that a joint <laughs> cup of tea? <laughs> yeah, <I know>. uh, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I ghetto up this podcast. All right. That was, that was either a joint or a, or a really small cup of uh, tea. All right. Hey, here's a fun one. It's a fun one. This is this, this is a big Sony announcement we were all waiting for this week. We found out that Sony Interactive Entertainment has filed a new trademark for Knack earlier this month in Japan. This is from VGC. Knack is back. Uh, Baby. So, uh, VGC writes, it is unclear wow. what, uh, what the intended use of the trademark is. The last game in the franchise Knack 2 was released on September 5th, 2017. Uh, while these may simply yeah. be routine 
trademark updates on periodic renewals rather than being indicative of any new product. It could simply, I'm sorry, it could imply that Sony intends to do more with the franchise. Um, Listen, Knack is a good name. You want to keep trademarking that joint. You know, yeah, you never know when Knack mm-hmm. 3. It's, uh, it's, in, yeah. it's, in, it's in Cerny's contract for designing PlayStations <laughs> that he must be able to develop yeah. Knack. Yeah, Knack yeah. Uh, just did not, it did not get me, man. It, I, uh, he, I think he was the second cute. one was better. I, you know, I never, I, I never played it because the first one for yeah. me was just like so kind of cringy. Um, the first one yeah. played like a PS one game, right? <laughs> yes, and <laughs> and the character was trying to be so serious the whole time, and you're like, you're like this itty bitty <laughs> little doofus, and then he turned into this, you know, massive weird triangle man. Yeah, um, yeah it never really gripped me. I My played, kids loved it. I played uh I played an hour of it and like just almost just yeah clawed my eyes out. It was just <laughs> it was it was awful. Um so never yeah. tried NAC two, which I, I believe I own NAC two. I believe I bought NAC two digitally. I actually bought because it, it was like five dollars on sale. Yeah. I'm like, why not? Would would be funny if uh that that was like a Sobe's next game. This NAC. Oh I know it because would be good probably because if they did. because yeah, NAC and NAC two were developed by uh, Japan Studio. Yeah. which the remaining members of that have been folded into Sobe. Uh, so that would be awfully, that would be painful for that, for that <laughs> studio to like leave something like Astrobot and have to work on the NAC IP. But you know what? I don't think visually, by the way, I don't think either of those characters are compelling Astrobot or NAC. I don't think either of them oh, are Astrobot's that compelling. So cute. Yeah. They look, it's like they, Wally. they are very cute. Yeah. They Personality wise, they're very cute. Aesthetically, yes. they look a little generic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I see that. I still think they're very cute. Yeah, entirely. Yeah. They have like that old <laughs> Sony like a uh, dog, like that uh, robot dog thing, like sort of vibe. That like is that exactly is what design they language. Like. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Another one here is Hyper Light Breaker, a new <gasps> 3D co-op game set in the Hyper Light Drifter universe, has been announced. This is from IGN, and they write new game from Hyper Light Drifter and Solar Ash developer. Heart Machine. Nope, that was my note right there. Heart Machine, <laughs> published by Gearbox. All right, so this one's from IGN. Speaking of IGN, creative director Alex Preston also know that it will be a little more systems heavy with more RPG mechanics compared to Drifter, complete with a range of distinct playable classes. And when we say online cooperative play, we mean multiple players, not just you and another person. We're looking at a group of players Ooh. that can go out and kill some monsters together. And wow. Uh, so what far, it is violent, only. So I don't want to kill anything. <laughs> so far, it's announced for only Steam with an early access coming spring 2023. Uh, oh, hey, I really liked Hyperlight Drifter. I liked Solar Ash. Um, I'm happy that they're sort of revisiting the Hyperlight Drifter universe. I'm happy that they're focusing back on combat mechanics because I, that was sorely missed in Solar Ash. There was very mm. minimal uh, amount of that. Uh, so I'm very hyped on this. And this was a surprise to me. I'm like, yo, you guys just released Solar Ash like yeah. four months ago. <laughs> and you have another game in the works already with an early access, which doesn't come out till spring 2023, which yeah. makes it's an Irish you, twin. Yeah. It's an Irish twin, exactly. <laughs> which which they had two, they had two in the barrel, right? Yeah. They had two in the barrel with them sort of overlapping with each other. Uh, so that's exciting. You guys excited for that one? I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, it looks good. I still need to play their previous games, but yes, it looks cool. Please do, Jeremy. Please do. <laughs> Reading from VGC here, uh, Fortnite has officially added the new zero build mode. 
Tom Ivan at VGC writes, Epic Games has officially introduced Fortnite's new zero build battle royale mode. Wow. What does the that game, look like? Just literally fighting and that's it? It's like a game regular removed yeah. building game. from its default mode this month to mark the start of the new season and the wow. game type proved popular with players. Guys, yeah. let me tell you right now. I sometimes enjoy watching some of my favorite content creators, yeah. Twitch streamers playing Fortnite. And I'm always like yeah. amazed at watching them do the quick building. The building. Yeah. yeah. But it always intimidates me as much of yes. a casual game Fortnite yes. is. It, it just feels like there's a big learning curve there for a non-PC player. Um, right. This, this mode is extremely appealing to me. And I want to ask you guys to join me in some Fortnite and play with me. First time Fortnite player. Have you guys played Fortnite before? Yeah, I've never played it ever. Jeremy, you have. Oh, muted, oh you're Jeremy. muted. Ah, damn it. Mute violation. Um, I, I did a little bit, but that, I think that was mainly the uh, PBE mode. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like you, the kind of barrier to entry to me was just that, yeah, the the thought of trying to learn how to do the quick building and, mm -hmm. and how people are really good at it just kind of uh, scared me. So, yeah it not being kind of like in this or they have a game mode that's kind of dedicated to not having it be a core part of the experience. Mm -hmm. I'll give it a try. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. The, the thing that really offset me was uh, the 35 minute loading screen. Every time I would boot it up <laughs> uh, Is that, that just no, you had it a really just, bad PC. I think that um, I had my, I had my, my PS4 like way on the other side of the house before I had a mesh network. Yeah. And every time I'd go to boot it up for the first time, it would load forever. And I'd be like, well, anyway, I'm going to go do something else. Do they have Fortnite <laughs> on Switch? I think they got it on yeah. everything. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, you can access it in your, your new neural implant that you can speak to Twitter on. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I'll give it a try, but more than ever is is it inviting and uh, to new players? Could be a could be yeah. a uh, NXS plays segment. It yeah, which would be really weird. I would just never in a million years would I have expected us even. I know. No, talking talk about, about Fortnite or having any interest yes. in it. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I got a bunch of quick hits about just like studios and the corporate side of things, yeah. and on that front, Kojima is relocating from the building that they've been oh. in for more than five years. And they Why? say goodbye to the iconic Ludens hallway that you, you've seen so many people take wow. pictures in, like Norman yeah. Reedus and, yeah. and Conan O'Brien and all that. So, wow. um, yeah, it looks like they have been doing a lot of hiring and they've sort of outgrown that space and moving into a new space, probably yeah. within PlayStation Studios. Uh, <laughs> anyways, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, um, I, I, don't, I don't think they're getting uh, who knows who knows who knows uh apparently they have an xbox project so that who's gonna acquire them xbox or maybe it's one of those situations where they just want to make sure that like tencent or embracer doesn't get them or net ease yeah I, I think yeah if i was uh god who uh oh there was a story there's a, a scoop that was a tom henderson on twitter he actually reported that net ease has acquired is acquiring quantic dream I missed that yes. on this agenda. So that hasn't yeah. been officially announced, but that's sort of his scoop right there. So uh, that's interesting. I guess while we're, while we bring it up, we can just talk about it really quick. Um, I think in our, in our private conversations, we, we basically, I mentioned quantic dream needs, needs help. Uh, yes. Hell of you know, reform. They need, they need reform there. David Cage doesn't see any fault in his ways. 
Uh, yeah. He hasn't admitted to anything. They're having trouble with hiring. Uh, Star Wars Eclipse is apparently several years out because the game's development has sort of just been pushed out because mm-hmm. they don't have the staff. They're not able to find the staff, and um, they could use some they could use some new leadership. So I don't know if that yeah. is part of what Ned Ease sees in them, part of the deal where uh, David Cage sails off into the sunset. That's got to be that's. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy was nodding his head like I pitied the fool. He was going to say something, so I just, I want to hear from him really quick. No, I was just going to say I don't think anything's going to happen unless the management uh, resigns. Because um, yeah. I mean, it, all the reports of like toxicity are like kind of related to their upper management. So if yeah. nothing changes, I think they're still going to find uh, trouble. Like they're still going to encounter like issues trying to get people yeah. to to work for them. Now, specifically, are you referring to like David Cage as upper management? Yeah. Because I was going to say that's got to put whoever acquires them into a tough situation because they're like, man, that guy is a huge problem, but he's got the ideas. <laughs> like, that's yeah. got to be a really rough situation yeah. for whoever's buying them because you're like, you know, the factor that needs to go, but the man's a storyteller, you know? And it's like, how do you deal with that? Like, they obviously want to make money, which is why they're buying it. And how yeah. do you let go of one of the primary sources of that money? You know? Yeah. I mean, the guy's been trashed so much online <laughs> and a lot of people just, yeah. just completely just avoid his games. We've talked about it on the show. I like, yeah. I liked heavy rain a lot. Like yeah. that was one of my favorite PS3 games. Um, I thought Detroit become human was actually pretty good too. Yeah. So I, I like it. I like some of his games. Um, I think the guys probably, you know, uh, as, as the reports indicate, trash yeah. <laughs> in, in terms of uh sort of office dealings and sort of in, in that yeah. and that's sort of maybe putting it lightly but uh yeah something's got to give there there's got to be a big asterisk with that deal yeah. it could be similar to what xbox and uh, is doing with activision blizzard where it's like cool once this deal is over it's pretty much an unsaid yeah. unsaid thing sort of publicly but yeah bobby kodak is out you know yeah um, we're, we're sort of cleaning house there a little bit um, speaking of Activision Blizzard, this wasn't in the agenda, but uh, they just settled for 18 million uh, with a wow. lawsuit, that state lawsuit as well. Um, which I don't know how many defendants were on that case, uh, but it, it was uh, really just from all accounts, very, very little money compared to they, they sort of skated away with yeah. very having to pay very little money in the grand scheme of things, oh, yeah. being a 70 billion dollar yeah. company. That's uh, drops in the bucket, man. Yeah, they they they'll make that up and and war zone in in a couple of hours. Yeah, really. Uh, yep. it's crazy, dude. Uh, unfortunately. So, um, the next couple of stories are from GamesIndustry.biz, and it's just all depressing stuff. Apparently, I'm sorry. We're gonna we're gonna end this off with a couple of uh, highlights here. But <laughs> oh. Sony lays off nearly 90 staff within Jeez. its marketing and merchandising teams, and attributes it to global transformation of the business. So these were a lot of employees that were. Yeah. Uh, uh, interfacing with like the retail side of business, which as you all know, has been impacted and changed so much yeah. with the pandemic over the last couple of years. Um, what's unfortunate about this is that yes, they, they did this right before the fiscal year ended. And mm-hmm. uh, these folks were not given a whole lot of notice and sort of blindsided by this. Um, so that's, that's unfortunate. Um, but uh, that happens. I'm sorry. More bummer news. Bearer of bad news. Dash here. Undead Labs, Xbox Game Studio, and developer of State of Decay is under fire in a new Ugh. report by Kotaku that speaks to the misogyny, burnout, and mismanagement at the studio. Uh, and apparently, 
uh, State of Decay 3 is still in pre-production. So, um, yeah, looks like, uh, according to the report that uh, they have moved past some of this stuff already, some of these issues have been resolved, but they've lost team members. They've lost whole departments uh, apparently along the way. And uh, so uh, we're we're seeing that. And there was a very similar story, uh, not a similar story, but we, there were reports of, some of that stuff as well at PlayStation, right? Uh, yeah. That, a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. whether it's Activision yeah. Blizzard, in some cases like Activision Blizzard, Ubisoft, maybe Quantic Dream, you're seeing a bigger amount of that. But this yeah. is, it's sort of becoming synonymous with this industry. It's, it's a industry-wide industry yeah. problem. Uh, all right. So here's some, here's some happy news. As reported by VGC, Capcom has announced plans to raise Japanese salaries as part of a wider as part of wider changes to its human resources operations ahead of an expected fifth consecutive year of record profits from the beginning of 2022 fiscal year on April 1st, employees average base salaries will increase 30%. That's amazing. And a new bonus system more closely tied to the company's business performance will be introduced. Um, So that that's, that's amazing news uh, on on the surface. That looks like it's very good uh, for that, for the developers there and uh, much deserved. Uh, Monster Hunter, Resident yeah. Evils um, have been huge hits. And they got buff Bulgin Ryu on the way. <laughs> Guys, that's pretty much it. There was one other story that we'll just, just mention really quick. Fire Sprite is hiring a narrative director for a new AAA uh, horror game. Fire Sprite oh. is that new Liverpool studio oh. that yeah. PlayStation acquired late last year. Uh, so that's that's interesting. Um, we know that the game that they're working on, we know that AAA action narrative adventure game that they're working on is now a horror game, which as a non-horror fan doesn't excite me a whole lot, unfortunately. <laughs> but Kevin, but Kevin, you're into that. You're into that, aren't you? I am so excited. And nobody got fired in the making of this uh, news bite. So <laughs> yeah. this is great news. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just needed to let you all know what's <laughs> happening in the industry. Uh, Jeremy, what did I miss? Any, any, any quick hits that I missed? I think that was pretty much it. Um, at, at least as far as kind of like the big ones go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think we covered most of it. Well, Hey, if you're still sticking with us, hit that like, hit that subscribe Follow us. Do all those things that help a small show like us keep doing what we're doing. Yes. Kevin quenching his thirst. Me, I ran out of water. Uh, <laughs> actually, I drink so, so much water good. on the show. I had two glasses. I don't know. If I, uh, a little, little <laughs> backstage showcasing. Hey, uh, Jeremy, <laughs> final thoughts, final words. Where can people find you? All that jazz. Final thoughts. I'm going to watch the second episode of Halo to see what everyone's saying is uh, pretty crazy or a bit of a downer. Oh, um, damn. So we'll see. That was like a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, a little bit of a downer. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I, I heard there's a little bit of drop off. Some the people that were, some people that were down yeah. with, with the first episode are saying that the second episode doesn't help wasn't very good they're all they revealed his face in the first one and in the second one they revealed that master chief identifies as a woman (laughs) (laughs) they revealed that he takes his pants off and now we know that master chief is has nothing down there okay (laughs) just period they removed it in the science experiments (laughs) yes yeah uh man excited to see what what you know what that whole 
like consensus is, is about yeah. just to figure now out. I what, really want to watch it. it is. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be cheap. I'm gonna, I'm waiting until they have a few more episodes and then I'm going to no, subscribe but, at that 30 days yeah. and then watch the last four episodes for free. And then cancel. Yeah. Cause what the hell is Paramount plus? I'm not going to subscribe to that. <laughs> what the hell is it, Paramount plus? Par- Peacock Paramount plus. Yeah. I have like seven other subscriptions. I can't do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was worth so it they, for football. Cause he, okay. cause you had, you had uh CBS sports. Gotcha. Uh, I have, I have my brother's Hulu account for that stuff. Do they have any other yeah. like big things going on in Paramount uh, Plus other than Halo? Star Trek, I think. That's exciting. Is it good? Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, the various like Star Trek uh, shows, Discovery, Picard. Okay. okay. Yeah. I do love me some of that? I don't know if it's enough to sell me though. Yeah, I might have to look into it. <laughs> I'm 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 curious, especially right now where I'm in this post Elden Ring. game depression yes uh where i'm like no game is quite filling that void for me Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. i am curious in more more tv oh i didn't mention this moon knight guys have you seen the first episode it's so good so good so good get on that bro i have not yet i need to watch it moon knight that's the assignment you're only hurting yourself (laughs) yeah maybe i'll watch halo first because uh everyone seems to be a little bit down on that so that way i can pick myself up yeah, uh, by watching Moon That's Knight like getting punched in the balls around. and getting an ice cold cola only to put it on your balls to, to ice it. <laughs> instead, of, instead of drinking, drink that ice cold cola. That was the strangest analogy I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, like, Where are you going with it? Um, but, anyways, those are my thoughts. And you okay. can maybe find them at NXS Jeremy. Jeremy, tweet more. <laughs> I love when you tweet. Like I'm like, it feels like magic. It feels like like the fairy fairy godmother like came to visit like Sherry's thoughts. Like it's pure magic every time you tweet, man. I'm gonna turn your notifications on and support you and like and retweet all your tweets if I have to. Yeah, challenge accepted. Unless you just like literally retweeting like his regular comments to people and everything. Just like that's not how it works. That's a little creepy. Yeah, I'm not gonna tweet like your replies, (laughs) your LOL replies to people. (laughs) Oh man, Kevin, what about you, man? Any final thoughts? And uh, where can people find you? Final thoughts. Gosh, I really want to know what Kojima's up to these days. Um. Gosh, I really want to know. He's working on Silent Hills, man. He totally is. I really want to know what they're going to do about David Cage. (laughs) And what that (laughs) looks like for Quantic Dreams. Are they being meta because they just abandoned their old office space? Ooh. They are not. Seriously, though? Abandoned is (laughs) Yeah, I know. There is no meta there. And blue box games are frauds. (laughs) Yes, that's how you really feel fraudulent behavior. Man, it sucks. Listen, listen. Believe insiders and 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 fake developers. I I don't want to mean to call them a fake developer. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to to to. um, What's the word? I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to put any hate on them. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to put any hate on them, but they don't have a track record, right? Or yes. they have a very bad track record. Very bad. And just like insiders that have really bad track records, you can't put all your hopes and dreams on individuals or groups that haven't proven to deliver. Yeah. Once they do, yeah. you can start doing that. 
That does not mean go harass people, go harass yes. developers, none of that stuff. But don't get your hopes up for whatever the announcement is, PlayStation yeah. acquiring from software from some fake insider or a developer saying that they got this awesome game that may or may not be Silent Hill with mm. nothing to show. Yep, yep, yep. Man, yeah, Blue Box Games is the equivalent of a friend who's crashed four different people's cars and then <laughs> someone gave him more keys yes. to another car. Um, That's a better but, analogy than icing your balls with a, <laughs> a cold cola. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, I guess that's, that's really it for me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at... Kevin from NXS. That was a little bit weird for you to kind of think about it. Huh? It was. I was going to get my old one. <laughs> and you can find us at NXS cast on Twitter. You can find me at dash revolver on Twitter. We'll see y'all next time.